All right, guys, you want to go ahead and get started? Sure. All right. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Justin coming to you from Chicagoland, and this is a podcast where two dudes are, we're told we're brothers, uh, like to enjoy uh, several, too few, uh, too many adult beverages, and we like to shout into the abyss of what you guys call um, reality, but we all know it's a simulation. And um, as always, everything is made up and the outline doesn't matter. With me, per the usual, is my younger brother, Shay. What's going on in um, the centennial state of Colorado? Uh, it is still on fire. Everything smelling like campfire smoke, no matter what, gets old real fucking fast. Uh, and every morning I go out to my car and there is ash on it like snow. And the like the moon has been blood red because of the smoke. That's some... Uh... Revelations bullshit right there, buddy. I am just fucking looking for the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man to start stomping on Denver. Like, Gozer is here, and she is touring microbreweries and about to push her shit in. That's my only conclusion. Well, and luckily, since you are, how do we say, uh, medicated most of the time, your brain is clear. You are not going to pick the, I am the form ready. of the I, I, uh My head is freshly shaven for tactical maneuvers. Uh, and, oh, by the way, I hate to admit it, and I'll even say this. This, is, this will be out there. Uh, for everyone to hear that, like, I finally had to break down and get the ha- uh, the Harry's razors, and they are much better than the Dollar Shave Club razors. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we had argued about this, and I was like, whatever, but yeah, you win this yeah. round. All right, yeah, because I'm older, I'm wiser, and I'm prettier. <laughs> yes, um, today on Grooming Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, today on White Dude Grooming Talk. Especially uh, before we get going on our, our uh, grooming routines, we got uh, one of our buddies sitting in with us. Uh, John, how's it going from Bluegrass? I guess good. I'm trying to figure out what we'll discuss today because there's no news at all that's been going on over the past week. Yes. Uh, the big, the biggest thing going on for me is I did get my hairy razors uh, on Saturday. So, you know, if we need to discuss Why that. are they not fucking sponsoring us? I know. Like every liberal podcast I listen to is sponsored by Harry's Razors. Even the, the dumb fucks that I don't think shave like maybe twice a year. Fucking uh, pretty bo- uh, baby faces. But yeah, we, uh, I talked to John, I told you Shay, I talked to John a little while ago, uh, you know, we got a bunch of news to talk about, but uh, John apparently spent all day Friday just uh, shitting on people's Facebook threads. Yeah, I was I was supposed to be working, uh, not sure I did anything at all that was within my job duties other than I posted it on Facebook and really pissed off some people. Hey, doing God's work. Yeah. S- sometimes that's what you gotta do. I mean, I'm not going to say that's never happened to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like you sit down, you get all squared up to do your job, and then you're like just a random notification on Facebook, and you're like, this motherfucker thinks that? What? Oh, it's like, let me just push everything off my calendar. You know, cancel well, all my I, meetings. I was, kind of, I was kind of the point yeah, where like, I didn't have anything that had major timelines. It's like one of those days where you really have to be motivated to go and you know above and beyond, and I just really didn't want to do that. There you go. We all understand that. Um, all right, so we're recording this on uh, Monday, Aug- uh, August. Dear Lord. Uh, <laughs> time is a flat circle. Nothing makes not sense. Not even close. Yeah, bud. not even close. Uh, we're recording this Monday, October 5th, uh, Monday night. A uh, bunch of shit happened. Um, first thing we need to do is, I know I know John's sipping on some, what is it, uh, Four Roses? Yeah, it's the Four Roses uh, Small Batch Select. First time I've grabbed that. I, went, I was at the, the liquor store. Uh, a little earlier uh, this nice. evening. Fancy. I, uh, I'm, I, I'm about three or four beers in. Keg's, keg's going strong. 
uh, might have to, oh, we're about 10 days before I have to replace it. Shay, was that a white Russian I saw in your hand? Uh, it was not. Oh. Oh, are we still no, doing I'm, the, uh, the water uh, and the vodka? The hard seltzer yeah. and vodka, yeah. yeah. Man, it's, it's, that'll fuck you up. Have you tried a ranch water? Squeeze me what? A ranch water. It's Tapo Chico and tequila. I don't know what two of the things you just said are. <laughs> I know what tequila is. So it's a type uh, of hard, hard like hard water, uh, hard carbonated it, water. Or something? It's a uh, it's a mineral. It's basically sparkling water. It's mineral water. It's very popular and it's made in. It was made in Mexico. They got bought out by Coca Cola not too long ago, but West apparently sake. it's it's humongous in Texas. Uh, and it's supposed to be the most carbonated like water there is. It's now, if you're telling me you can have more carbonation, I'm interested. That's yeah. you know that I'm I like, would all right, all right, get into up. it. If, if opening the if, bottle is dangerous, we're <laughs> exactly. I, I end up throwing a little bit of uh, agave syrup, and if I have like some orange liqueur, I might. Th- so then it's more of like a lighter margarita. But I can see that. That sounds good. You can like fill it, like just kill it with tequila and it'll fuck you up good oh. stuff and it's carbonated so it's all good i uh my boss uh, he talked about for years how he makes the best tequilas and he makes them from scratch and you know the basic tequila recipe is you know lime juice tequila and then it's not you know, americans use triple sec but in you know mexico they, they use a different liqueur it's very similar to that it's very expensive like my boss kept saying like if you want to make a proper margarita use this liqueur i don't even know what the fuck the name of it is and he was like, well, how about you all come over for dinner, and I'll make you margaritas. I'm like, fuck, I'm game. Show up, and uh, this motherfucker didn't go get this, you know, magic ingredient. So he's literally serving us lime juice and tequila. I have never been so sick in my... You want to talk about acid reflux. Oh, It was like, I, I, I forced down two of them just to be polite. Then I was like, yeah, you got any light beers in the house? Because I'm going to drink all of them. <laughs> like, Dear Christ, yeah, I actually get a, uh, there's an orange liqueur that's, I think it's similar to like Grand Mar- Marnier or something, but it's a lot cheaper, but it's like Brazilian of all mm. things, but it works really well with, uh, with margaritas if you're going I can down see that route. I can definitely see that. All right. Anyway, we, uh, we don't do this talk about booze, sort of, mm-hmm. um, basically I just bring it up so everybody understands why we get so, uh, uh, loose lipped by the end of this and, uh, um, one of the people that listens to this, our buddy Logan, who uh, gave us the uh, bumper music, he was like, yeah, you said this or that. And I was like, ah, that was the second picture of beer talking. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that guy. Um, all right, so the weekly numbers before we get going, we are in the 1,354 day of the Trump administration. It has been 846 days since Donald Trump has solved the North Korea situation. Kim Jong-un may or may not be dead. We are 292 days since Donald Trump was impeached, 242 days since he was acquitted, uh, and then we are 29 days out from the 2020, uh, 2020 election. Um, it has been 208 days uh, since we were entered a global pandemic with the COVID-19 um, virus. Um, those two those two timelines are so wild. Like, thinking back of it, I can't imagine that, like, what, 14 days, 30 days, uh, yeah, three weeks maybe. After Donald Trump was acquitted, we, we went into a global pandemic. Like those those seem way too close in, in hindsight. And of well, course, remember that time that it really was only like a, probably eight days ago that people were talking about his taxes. Right, right. 
It's it, <laughs> that motherfucker got COVID nineteen on purpose so people would yeah, stop uh, talking about his taxes. That is, I knew it. That is one of the things we'll definitely discuss because it has been three days in counting since Donald Trump um, contracted the COVID nineteen virus, which he said was a hoax. He's so, been out of the hospital for three hours now. As yeah, part of his numbers we'll talk go. about that. I got some videos to show you that it's amazing. Um, all right, so polling. We all we do. You know, we're twenty eight days out from the election. Um, there's no use of being like approval ratings to Donald Trump anymore. Now it's just basically Biden versus Trump. Uh, start off with the 538 forecast. Um, when I checked it this morning, it was a uh, 81 out of 100 chance of Biden win. Yeah, it's still that. Yeah. Um, it's 81 out of out of 100 chance that Biden wins. 18 out of 100 that Trump wins. And the funny thing, I, I uh, 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 was I, he ever that low against Clinton? Yes. That's yes. what I thought. That's he, this is it's pretty similar. Yeah. Well, he was, but not this close. Uh, um, okay. So if you look back at 2016, oops, why is this not showing up? Oh, damn it. I don't have the same bookmarks on this computer. As I By the way, crushing I, it. I, I, did, I did watch the first episode of the Comey Rule. Oh, I haven't seen uh, that. That looks so dumb. Yes, sir. It was okay. My problem is it really gave me some uh, PTSD that really just this, the very stuff we're about to discuss. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and it is um, there, the, you know, the, the Comey reopening that um, Comey reopening that the Clinton emails thing was one of the things that a lot of people point to. Um, all right. If you're a reference, the at the peak, I'm looking at it at the peak. There was a Clinton had an eighty nine percent chance of winning it to Donald Trump's ten, but that was at August fifteenth of oh wow that's way yeah. back and then it, and then it went then at like at right after the first debate it was fifty four forty five Clinton over Trump that was September twenty sixth and then it peaks back again right around the third debate at eighty eight percent for Clinton and that's at October seventeenth so like. I guess it's it's pretty parallel. Um, yeah, that's all I think of. That's pretty similar. Yeah. Huh. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, okay, well, here we go. Uh, the election was on November 7th of 2016. November 5th, it was 64-35. And then, and then, of course, on election day, we all know it was like 71-28 for, for, um, for, um, uh, for uh, Hillary Clinton. The, the difference is, is that... Um, this this prediction is it does not have those wobbles in it. Yeah, they they did. I think, I think the pollsters themselves made adjustments, mm-hmm. but then on top of that, I think five thirty eight also tried to adjust it. So I would think it should be more accurate, but we are right. talking about percentages and chances, and any right. anything can technically I mean, happen. Yeah, those. The, I mean, the people that are like, "Well, oh, you said he was going to win last time." They're they're dipshits. So you guys are seeing my screen, right? Uh huh. Yep. All right. This so, is uh, uh, great uh, for our listeners. Right. Well, no, but like I'm just you know. It's a very it's, visual uh, medium. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I listened to Sam Cedar try to Google the the Fifteenth uh, Amendment for like ten minutes today <laughs> on his podcast. It was hilarious. That's okay. one of my favorite things. When like even like the air quotes pro podcast, you just yeah. you'll just be like, well, hold on a second, and you hear click 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 yeah. click it's, beer uh, open click, guys, click, it, click 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 click. It's authentic. It's fantastic. Well, it, and also, I think I think I don't know what he was googling, but he kept going. He was like, "Shit," because he kept coming up with like the actual script version of the Constitution. 
you know, like where they wrote yeah. it out longhand. And he's like, I can't read this nonsense. And like, I was like, yeah, what is this shit? Yeah. But I was just going to say, like, so if you look at this, like, there's these big uh, wobbles in it, right? They're like, they come real yeah. close, you know. But if you look at this one for Joe Biden right now, the, it's just like straight lines. But yeah, the, there's a lot less variation. It's basically, it's definitely a trend. Yeah, I mean, Biden's turning up, Trump's turning down. The thing that gives me gets me all uh, it giggles is that um, in the past two weeks, it's gone from like you know seventy to thirty to eighty-one, eighteen, right? But the way they migrate from the the Trump side to the Biden side is they pop up as these sixty-nine, sixty-nine. I'm sorry, two sixty-nine, two sixty-nine ties in the electoral college, right? That would then kick it to the House, and so. Every time they run this iteration, one of these little red red circles for Trump will go over to right on the line and be be like this guy, and then like yeah. two days later it pops over here. Wow! And every every time I see one of these little gray guys that show an electoral college tie, the only thing I can think about is that part in Super Troopers where they've got that bulletproof cuff uh, cup on the on the uh, the new guy, and they're like shooting at it, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna put it on him. How, how's your aim today?" And the guy's like, oh, that's really good. And, he, and they show up, they hold up the target, and it's got all of them right there in center mass, except for one little bullet up in the guy's ear. He's like, well, what about that guy? He's like, ah, I wouldn't worry about that guy. And so whenever I see this little, this little, gray, yeah, this little gray circle, I'm like, ah, don't worry about that little guy. He's fine. But, uh, yeah, so that's, um, so, yeah, 538, uh, you know, um, Nate Silver's still pretty uh, defensive about his, uh, about his um, projections. Where did my Ellen go? Okay. Um, uh, Real Clear Politics has uh, Biden up over Trump eight and a half points nationally. Uh, uh, Biden plus four in the um, Biden plus four in the battleground states, and uh, Nate Silver has uh, Biden up by eight point one nationally. Uh, so if we're looking at battleground states, you got Florida. I mean, they're all Biden. Well, uh, I think the. One of the big ones just recently, as far as nationwide, was the NBC Wall Street mm-hmm. Journal, which I think it's an A minus pollster rating, so it should be fairly accurate. Had Biden up by fourteen percent, right? Woo! So and see the and the reason that national polling, yeah, you know, we understand that the electoral not, college yeah. is stupid, but that's how we pick a president. But in um, <clears throat> the um, how do I want to phrase this? Because of Donald Trump's electoral college advantage, that means that he has about a three to five percent advantage in national polling. So basically, what you want to be if you're if you're Joe Biden, you want to be between you know four and six percentage points ahead of him nationally, so that you can outpace his you know the electoral college <clears throat> advantage where he gets all the states he got last time. And I do believe that from what I've I listened to early on in the spring <coughs> of the new models that 538 were putting together, like national national polling is still used to model statewide polling because they've like certain states you only get so much data. Yeah, so they have to use nationwide data to kind of predict what changes are even at the state level. So yeah, because because some of some of the like some of these states like uh, Nebraska and Maine, I think they will assign different um, electoral college votes for a different um, uh, district. So it's like the Maine second went for Donald Trump, but the rest of the state went for um, Hillary Clinton. And so, but there's like hardly any polling there, so you kind of have to interpret right, well, it from for the most part on some of these. Like, mm-hmm. who really gives a shit what Alabama is going to poll? Because like. 
<laughs> you know who yeah. they're going to go with. Right. Same thing it's with like, West Virginia. Yeah, somebody, somebody was just bitching at me, like, there's no polling in West Virginia. No pollster called me, and I live in West Virginia. I was like, why would they call you? It's oh, a giant waste of money. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, uh, but if we're talking about battleground states, uh, you got Florida, it's Biden plus two, Pennsylvania, Biden plus 6.6, Michigan, Biden 5.2, Wisconsin, Biden 0.6, North Carolina, Biden point, uh, plus 1.2, Arizona, Biden plus three. Like, Trump's fucked if any of these are, like, I would say Florida, places like Florida, North Carolina, and Arizona, I don't know, I'd say Florida, North Carolina, and uh, Ohio are probably coin flips, but he's not getting Pennsylvania. He's not getting, I mean... Uh, my thing though, if like if he wins one of those, like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, I really think he wins all of them because they're really so similar at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, there's just too much alike there that you. There, I don't. I just don't think there's a likelihood of one of them flipping and the other two don't. Yeah, I mean they were so. All of them are so close in sixteen. Well, and that, that's. It. And that's the thing is like we know that there were what seventy seven uh, seventy seven point eight thousand um, votes spread across those three uh, right. um, those three states that that flipped it for Donald Trump. Not only is the Democratic Party not leaving those votes on the table because uh, Biden's already gone to Wisconsin several times and Pennsylvania several times, but the dynamics of this race are way different. Like there was, I mean, we talked about this before, Shay. Like. Everybody that voted for Donald Trump, that like the people who went Biden to Trump, they were like, "Well, I don't like Hillary Clinton because she's a bitch," and was maybe Donald Trump can shake it up. Well, he doesn't get that benefit of the doubt anymore because he shook it up. Um, as the kids say, he fucked around and found out. Yeah. And, well, I mean, now now you know what he's gonna do. You have right, four yeah. years, and it you know, and, and <clears throat> you notice there's not a narrative anymore of like, well, in a second presidency it'll be a little better. No, it's just. I think he'll be more presidential. Yeah, the yeah, time that's around, not a thing. Know. Everyone knows what we're doing and what the game is now. So like, you're at this point, it really comes down to like, you either are down for what he's doing or you're not. And I, there's probably enough people that aren't down with it to sway the election. We'll see. Yeah. I think he's, I mean, there, I mean, not to drive down in the minutia a lot, but, like, there's there's a lot of polling that says that he's, like, really underwater with, you know, um, suburban women and right. suburban, which he, like, Which men. he did surprisingly well. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, he did surprisingly yeah. well uh, in 16, but he's doing terrible. And, and, and old people who he yeah. did well with before suddenly think he's a piece of shit. I think it was Weird that... How that, works. that that poll that you just mentioned, John, where he's up by 14, that he, that's the first one where he dipped below, um, Trump dipped below Biden in support for, um, like white men over 55. And that's <laughs> like, you know, that's like his bread and butter. Like if, if you're not a boomer and mm. thinks millennials well, suck, then yeah. And you're not voting for Trump then he's, in, he's in dire that, straits. That poll he had, he was at 39%. So that was literally nobody but his base. Yeah. And, when you're in, if you're under forty percent, you might as well be like, I don't know, Bob Dole or somebody who's not even really matter. And I would argue Bob Bob Dole is like a thousand times a better person. So, just gonna oh, say yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't I take much. I got but. nothing against Bob Dole, and I can come up with like six reasons off the top of my head that we should shoot Trump uh, out of an actual legit cannon, but. 
Oh, well. Uh, not not one of those like fun uh, circus ones, like an actual cannon. Um, I mean, I would, I, mean, I would I guess, see, I'd watch either of those. Yeah, I guess what I'm really hoping for when election day rolls around is there's going to be just enough people who look at Joe Biden and go, "Ugh, he's not Hillary Clinton or a black guy." I guess that's fine. That's literally what we're doing right <laughs> that's now. That's like where we're right. at. We're like, "Ugh, he's well, no. pit- Ugh, fine." <laughs> the, the problem is, we're going to be at election day, and we're not going to know shit. Well, that's the and other that's thing. a scary thing. Yeah. Well, I think in the last like. I would say four weeks, the media and um, the ones and, and it's, it's kind of funny to listen to them do this, but the media that will that like they make their nut on election night of being like, we're the place to watch. We're the ones that are going to call it. Yeah, like, they have spent the last four weeks going, listen, we're likely not going to call it. We got a lot of fucking mail in votes. We got to count, blah, blah, blah. And um, no, I, think, I think they're doing load. a good job. Yeah, I think they're doing a good job. And some of them have come out and said just flat out, like, you know that there's nothing about Election Day that says we have to call it on Election Day. Yeah. Well, Kentucky didn't call, as far as primaries go, we didn't call things for, like, a whole week. Yeah. Nobody complained. We we got the results. I wasn't necessarily, like, 100% happy, but I don't have any problem with the integrity of the election. So. Is there anything in the Constitution that says you have to call the winner the day of? Like, no. I don't. No, I didn't you know think. So. I was going to yeah. say, like, what argument? Like, I know there's a bunch of shady shit that they're doing. Back then, they had to like ferry all that shit back and forth with horses and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. in my understanding, it like they keep making. Uh, uh, I feel like a lot of the ruckus that's being made about not like how it has to be called that day is just the kind of thing that Trump does to stir the pot. Oh yeah. Because like there, I, I, I just, I, they're just going to wait till the votes are in and they're going to count yeah. them. Like, and that's just, what's going to, I really do think that's what's going to happen. And then like a few days later, they're going to call it and it's going to be <coughs> not well, as exciting as people would expect, but we, we didn't in uh when was it? 2000. We didn't know who was going to be president for like, it was December. It was yes. mid, almost mid-December, I, I was, think. That's what I was saying. Like, this is not unprecedented. So if it takes – and I I don't know. I, I think they'll probably count those votes a lot quicker than people think they will. But it's oh, still yeah. going to take a well, minute. And the other thing that I was I was talking to uh, our, our buddies uh, Jay and Adam that have been on the podcast. Um, uh, no, not Jay. I'm sorry. Um, Adam and Phil. Um, Jay's been on the podcast too, but that was a while ago. Um, but um, so the call that you get on Tuesday night is that, you know, let's say – the state that's going to tip it one way or the other is Ohio. And Donald Trump has, you know, X amount of states locked up. Joe Biden has X amount of states locked up. And they know that, uh, you know, let's say Donald Trump's ahead by 10%. Then they just look at the counties that haven't reported. And they're like, well, there aren't enough votes in those counties, even if 100% of them went for Joe Biden, you know, to, to flip the results we've got so far. So we're calling it. You know, that's that's how, that's, you know, that's basically what they're doing. And, um, you mean math? Yeah, math. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched the uh, the newsroom, but there's a really fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a really fun episode. Like right after they went tits up on on a story, like they had to retract this big story, and right after that, they had to call the election. And one of the producers misread Michigan and Missouri's abbreviation, mm-hmm. and like threw it up on the scroll. And so, like, so there's some fucking uh, politician in Missouri who thinks he won an election, but it was just a typo. And they're like, we cannot retract this. Like, we have gotten so much shit for retracting stuff this week. We cannot retract this. So they go into their little, like, nerdery 
and they like bring out the head nerd and she's like listen the guy you said is is going to win will win by 0.24% of the vote and he's like how sure are you of this she's like i'm 100% sure he's like so i can call it she's like no you can't cuz the election's over so they do this back and forth thing she's like trust me your mistake is not a mistake but like so the whole night like all these campaigns are calling up and like cuz they just pulled off the scroll like we're just not going to mention that again we're just I feel we it's didn't do that keep on going yeah and so all these campaigns are like did you say that we won and they're like uh, i don't know did you see it like i guess you'll just have to pay attention to trying their damnedest not to like fuck this up again but at the end of the day they did the guy they you know mistakenly said would win won by exactly how much that the the the, the people in the nerdery said they would so yeah if you follow math and uh We've got all of these mail-in ballots, and we're going to have a shitload of mail-in ballots this year. Like, because of COVID-19 and because it's just not safe for people to be out in groups like that, um, our illustrious POTUS has proved that. Um, but I still think that we might be able to call that because you, know you know how many mail-in votes you have because that's tracked. We've discussed this before on the podcast. They're tracked with a barcode, and you know, and you know where they came from. So you can, I, I think, we might be able to do something well, similar. Like you know, like <coughs> the only thing that would fuck it up is just the sheer number of votes would be different. So if you've got, you know, two million mail-in ballots as opposed to the usual hundred some thousand you have, then you're gonna have to count all of them because that could sway a state either way. You know, that that's the, my thing. But if there's a, a handful of mail-in ballots that can't get counted that night, and they know which counties they came from, and they're like. Well, it's only 200,000, and let's say Donald Trump's up by, you know, 600,000, then, all right, we're calling it. This, you know, uh, Arizona goes for Donald Trump, you know, however that works out. But I, I think Shay's correct in that it's very, very likely we're not going to get a call that night. I, th- I think it's going to depend. If it if it ends up in being in that 14% range nationally that we're discussing, that it That's probably... Well, we'll not. We don't know that though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. NBC, Wall Street Journal, they're rated A minus, so they should be one of the more accurate ones according to five thirty eight. Not saying that they're one hundred percent right. Um, if that's the case, though, you're talking about Georgia, Iowa, and Texas being mm. in play. Yeah. Those are probably states that we're going to know more about on election night. night. Yeah, they're not going to have a big contingent of mail-in ballots. So I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying that means we will know anything, but... I'm going to be watching three races? What am I watching? I'm watching the president, Moscow Mitch, and Lindsey yeah. Graham. I want to know. Those are the three. Man, <clears> oh, oof. I, I didn't. I, I don't have seen that debate, but apparently Lindsey Graham shat his pants in that debate he just had. Yeah. He did not do well. Like, I think, I did, Lindsay, I, I, I think now, Lindsey I'm, Graham's out. I think he's uh, gone. Great, because I hate that motherfucker. Um, Moscow Mills will be back. I maybe, yeah. maybe not. You don't know a lot of you know. It the we'll I don't the real polling is not good. The polling, well, the, the polling like that it. has been the polling that's been good for McGrath has been internal, yeah. and I think they've been using that as campaign. But I even Democrats don't like her, and that's not gonna help you. Well, I, I, my, my consolation to both of you is that there's about a 99.5% chance that the three of us, based on our, I mean, I'm not I'm trying to assume anything, but based on our current health status and age, we'll live to see Mitch McConnell die. Now, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, oh, that's, that's amazing. I don't, I don't that, mean that I wish I could expect that. Yeah. Let's hope because he's been a senator my entire life. Yeah. Like, how old is he? Uh, he's in his seventies. 
right. Yeah, he's been a. I mean, I don't wish him any harm, but I'm no. just saying that when he kicks this, when he shuffles off this mortal coil, I I'm win. not gonna weep. Yeah, he's what he's been yeah. with Senator what like 36 years yeah, or something, something like that. Something silly. Well, I'll tell yeah. you this, Shay, uh, our brother Brian, or not brother, you're my brother, our cousin Brian. Um, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'll shut up. Um, uh, when I moved to Kentucky, awkward. Yeah, yeah, this is awkward. Um, when I moved to Kentucky, he's like, ha ha. Uh, what do you think about Mitch McConnell or something? And I was like, who the fuck is Mitch McConnell? And I had to Google it because he wasn't the Senate Majority Leader at the time. He was just that asshole. And yeah. so I was like, Mitch McConnell. And then as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, oh, no, that asshole was my senator? <laughs> Damn it. Well, I, moved here, I, moved here yeah. in, I moved here in 08, and um, he was up for re-election that year, and he barely beat, uh, I think it was Bruce Lunsford. And oh, I remember on, that one, yeah. Yeah. That's actually a lot closer than the last one uh, with Lendrick and Grimes was. Well, I mean, now that he's Senate Majority Leader, there's so many Republicans who are like, oh, he gets shit done. Like, well, he doesn't necessarily well, get shit done, well, and he's not a, a legislative genius. Like, his entire philosophy is, how about we just not? Like, hey, we've got all these judges we'd like you uh, to appoint. Uh, we're not. Well, if it's Trump, it's, they're totally fine yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, I agree with you, Shay. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to watch. I'm going to be oh, watching. Oh, and Corey Gardner, I want to see him go too. Oh, he's he's fucked. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to I want to um, other thing I'll be doing is I've already sketched it out. Gonna have gonna have to pay attention to you know the Fox News and the MSNBC on the uh, you know on the actual TV. Yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mainlining Infowars on a laptop. Oh because, no! Because because if this goes sideways for Trump. Definitely got to throw Infowars back up on. Got to throw Infowars up on the TV because if this goes the way uh, is, if you listen to Infowars, they're like, "Oh, it's a landslide for Trump, no matter what." I mean, like, how, like, what polling are you looking at that says it's not a landslide for Trump? I was like, I don't know all of it. Like, what, what are you doing, guys? Like, yeah, I know your brand is to be like, whatever, take my boner pills and you know, hail Trump. But yeah, that'll be the thing. And Rachel will hate it. She's like, "Oh my God, Trump lost." My like, yeah, shut up. We got this now, Jones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, all right, we should move on. There is so much stuff that we got to talk about, and we got to, and, and so much of it, we just got to gloss over because Trump's such a dumbass. It, um, yeah. We. Uh, uh, all right, so um, Shay and I were thinking about doing a late pod cast last week after the first debate, and then I watched it, and I thought, well, that was just a bunch of dirty brown water trash. Um, you watched the whole thing. I watched it actually twice. I watched it oh, once, just that. listened to it, and then I watched it once with Alex Jones giving the commentary. If that oh. tells you anything, okay, I could see yeah. that. You're the a sick, upside... sick man. Yeah, the only upside to that was Alex Jones was hammered drunk when he uh, when he did his critique of the debate. <laughs> I wish I was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like once I watched the debate, I was like, "There's no reason to record a Wednesday pod. I'm going to play video games. Fuck this noise." And uh, I think Shay did the same. I sure did. And uh, so, yeah, it was just horrible. Um, it was a bad showing for Trump. He interrupted like a thousand times. Um, he did. The only thing the debates are going to do for Trump is to try to move the needle of the polls we were just talking about. Like he needs a shift in momentum of his campaign. Um, he needed um, Biden to like stroke out and fall down right there on stage. Like something like that to say, like, see, he's not fit. I'm fit. And Biden showed up and was uh, completely reasonable. And yeah, he, you know, he, he stumbled some words every now and then. But uh, if you ever he was there, Trump's, yeah. If you ever hear Donald Trump speak, period, you know, then fuck off. 
He, he, I have low expectations for the eloquency of both candidates in a debate. Let's just put it that way. Amen. Like, you know, I, you know, honestly, it's uh, that that's the last thing. I'm not expecting like an Obama level speech performance from fucking Joe Biden, um, you know, or in any, you know. But I mean, he just eventually just gave up and was like, "Fuck it, I'm just talking to the American people now." And he did that thing where he talked directly exactly. to you. It was perfect. He's like, "I can't." Really? Yeah, I was like, "All right, cool. Like, what else am I gonna do? Fuck this asshole." Like, you know, I I was um, I was very uh impressed by how he just turned and was like okay fuck this guy all right you guys are the people i need to talk to yeah you guys are the people who are gonna like me he's just over here with a bunch of jibber-jabber. once he got on that as far as looking in the camera and talking to the american people uh i think he nailed it from that point not that he was really saying anything that was eloquent but no at the end of the day he was like talking to the american people donald trump. trump donald trump was just like he didn't Everywhere. like, yeah, beat Trump, air quotes, but he got his message across. Like, he right. said what he well, needed to say, which is all you can really do when you have such a shit show. Um, and oh, yeah. God, was, I hope they mute the mics next time well, if they and, do a and, debate at all. And, and that's the thing is that Donald Trump kept interrupting. Um, if you watch any Fox News, they'll point out that uh, actually uh, Joe Biden interrupted first. And uh, in the second question that was asked to Donald Trump, Joe Biden interrupted. So after that, it was game on. And even the fucking yeah. Fox News host was like, well, uh, if you actually add it up, Donald Trump interrupted Joe Biden and the moderator 166 times to Joe Biden's 35 or something like that. I, I don't well, get the exact numbers. It's the like, fact, it was a factor of four. The fact that Chris Wallace pretty much told Joe Biden, yeah. I, I don't even know what the question was anymore, pretty much. Yeah. Because he yeah. kept interrupting. And right. and Biden, if you remember back in the uh, primaries, he was like the guy who was all about making sure he followed the rules. He would he would, he would would stop talking himself. He's like, well, I think that was about two minutes, so I'll shut up now. Yeah. Like, he just stopped himself. Yeah, it was, it was, complete, it was a complete uh, wash. The reason I think Biden won it is because it was a complete wash. Trump had to come out and have that 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 moment that made him, you know, the. There's uh, not really any like big sound clip or applause line that the the networks can loop over and over again. It didn't, and like the general narrative that I've seen everywhere was, yeah, Donald Trump was a dick. Like yeah, he was, he, he was. was like he was rude to Chris Wall. Like he's like he wasn't even pretending to give a shit. Like I've I've seen that narrative across multiple networks some of them conservative like guys being like dude donald trump was my guy and that was fucked like shit well i mean the the exact uh the exact line i have here on the outline is is biden didn't seem senile and trump just looked like a asshole <laughs> yeah that's, that's yeah kinda exactly how, that's kind of how it came across um the uh the two things that did stand out to me and they have gotten some play in media and i think they should get play in media is that when um directly asked to um disavow white nationalism and white supremacists uh donald trump sputtered and said who who do you want me to uh, disavow uh joe biden said the proud boys donald trump said sure the proud boys should and i quote you know stand back and st stand by uh those nazi motherfuckers had then put out a bunch of uh oh they had t-shirts they had a field day they uh, posted that on telegram that uh they were ready to stand back and stand or stand down and stand back for the president um, FYI, Telegram is where you go when you're too um, of a much fucking Nazi to be on uh, Twitter. Uh, so that so they were on their uh, you know alt right. I use that I use that to communicate with my wife. <laughs> I know you do. 
I got on. I hopped on there to make fun of uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, and and it was like people you may know, John and Katie Maddie. I'm like, guys, why are you it's on Nazi actually Twitter? A, it's actually a very good app. <laughs> guys, why are you on Nazi Twitter? Well, see, the <laughs> problem is, I have an Android. My my wife has Apple, so like we can't use uh, like she if we normally text, it doesn't go through as like the Apple message, like everybody else she texts, and like she does not get uh, cell phone service. Uh, a lot of times in her office, so oh. we pick a different messenger, and Telegram's actually you, a very good messenger. Uh, you pick Nazi Twitter. Good job, John. Um, Couldn't so, use Signal like a normal yeah, ass you person. Signal, you signal well, like the rest of us that are trying to cover up well, our Trump, dealings. Trump's banning WeChat, so I'm, yeah. my options are limited. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, that was fun. And then, of course, he went back. He went on Sean Hannity, I think, the next night, and mm-hmm. and and said, "I I just the Proud Boys. I just all the you know." He did it fine. That's fine. Whatever. Um, the fun part is, is that gay men are taking back hashtag Proud Boys. It's now, glorious. Proud Boys have not been on Twitter forever because they got banned super quick. Cause oh they're... shit! That's a, I didn't even think about that. Like yeah. that's yeah. They're not even on Twitter, but on their Telegram and their uh, Parlor accounts, they've been like really mad that all of these buff dudes are smooching on uh, Twitter and saying <laughs> hashtag Pride Boys, and it is uh, absolutely goddamn hilarious. The only thing I've seen that's as funny is all those videos of white supremacists getting uh, DNA results and finding out they're like thirty percent black or something. Oh yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. lose their shit. Yeah. Just because you were born and raised in Alabama does not mean there were, well, there were not some black people in your family tree. I mean, one of the leaders of the Proud Boys, I think, is like Hispanic or something. And exactly. Okay, and that, have... and that is the stupidest argument. Well, they'll, t- like, they'll tell you, like, we're not a racist organization. We're Western chauvinists. And I'm like, all right, yeah. well, that also sounds pretty shitty. So what do you? What was your point? Yeah. There, there's yeah. some pretty bad racial things between Hispanics and blacks, actually, because I don't know if they're trying to – there's just a lot of stuff there between dynamics between being, I guess, the prime uh, minority group, maybe in the United States. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. being the, the. I don't want to say that like the plurality oh, of yeah. minorities. I think they're. I don't know. I I can't. Well, me, I can't describe it, it because I don't. I don't live that life. Well, let me put it this way: the founder of the Proud Boys is a guy named Gavin McGinnis. He founded it as a. Uh, gang. He even said it was a gang. He's got many videos over there where he's like, you know what? If they fuck with you, just choke them. Like we're done. We're done doing you know anything other than violence. Um, he released a video last year that was uh, ten things I hate about Jews. Um, so like these guys are not subtle. And um, when Gavin McGinnis stepped down because he was getting so much shit that he couldn't do his alt right uh, YouTube channel, so he kept getting booted off everything. He stepped down as the leader of the Proud Boys, but he said, I'm not the leader. We're a leaderless group, but I'm stepping down. It was the most stupid ass fucking video I've ever I've ever heard. But then when he stepped down, that left that one guy who's uh, Hispanic, uh, Puerto Rican, I think, as the leader of the Proud Boys. And they're like, "Well, look, we have a we have a Puerto Rican leader. We can't be racist." And I say, "Well, that's like saying Strom Thurmond wasn't racist because he banged some of his um, you know uh, housekeepers." Like that guy was the most racist motherfucker in the world. Like, you know, all the all of these founding fathers are like, well, you know, they weren't racist. They didn't have, you know, or they weren't racist because they slept with their slaves. Like, what the fuck are you talking they're just, about? They're just modeling uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, oh, so so stupid. But anyway, there's a bunch of really buff uh, gay dudes that are really fucking up their Twitter mentions, and I love it. Um, uh, on one of the Pollard accounts, they're like, man, we're gonna go down there and kick the shit out of all those transvestites. 
and I would I would I would warn them against that because um, a transvestite is also uh, usually a six foot four black man. So yep. uh, please do that, and I hope you get the cream cheese kicked out of you. Way to generalize, Justin. I know that's actually <laughs> that's actually a, a um, whole shit. Um, not Amy Poehler. That was a joke from. Uh, um, oh shit. She used to do the weekend update with Amy Poehler on SNL. I can't oh. think of her name. Uh-uh. But I just like that not only are we stealing jokes, but immediately saying, hey, this is where I stole that joke from. Well, well, now yeah. that we're talking about SNL, I just want to say I, I think that's gotten to the point where SNL can't be funny anymore because real life just is. Yeah. SNL hasn't been funny but, for ages. Yeah. Well, I haven't, what, get... what, are you, what are you, like 75 who watches SNL yeah. religiously anymore? My wife. Really? Yeah. Wow, is that still a thing? Huh? I watch it, it to I watch it to at least see what the play is. Like on Saturday, is. like No, I yeah. I don't stay up for that. I just I will get oh, I step till what? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Midnight? Wow. <laughs> God. Yeah. That's anyway. It's what, anyway. That's what two kids will do to you. One last yeah. thing. Hey, that's not our fault. That's your fault. It it um, is. I accept yeah. that responsibility. One last thing before we get off the debate topic. The one other thing that has gotten some media play that I thought was that was very deserving of media play is that um, Joe Biden was going to hit uh, Donald Trump on his uh, losers and suckers um, comments that were reported about um, veterans. And he said, you know, my son was not a loser. My son was not a sucker. And he was talking about Bo, clearly. But Donald Trump interrupted him and say, oh, are you talking about Hunter? You talking about Hunter? He's like, no, I'm talking about my son, Bo. And Donald Trump said, I don't know Bo, but I know Hunter. And then went off on some tangent about how Hunter had, you know, drug problems. And Biden pivoted, I thought, very effortlessly and said, yes, my son has a drug problem. He's in recovery. He's working at it. And he's, he's I, I'm proud of him for overcoming it and still sticking to the, you know, and working on his, on his sobriety. That, that, like, I, I, I know that. In our family, Shay, we know people who have like gone back and forth and shit like that. You know, a lot of families have people who have been in and out of recovery. Like that, I thought that was a great point, and yeah. it, was, it was a very, a oh. very, um, it was, honest moment for him. It was a very uh, dishonoring thing, though, to bring that up when he's talking about his other son. Oh yeah, because I, um, I guarantee you, Donald Trump didn't Bo. know what the fuck uh, Bo Biden had ever done, and he just knew that I got to say Hunter. Whenever yeah, he he had that locked and loaded. He just yeah. he tried to take that as like the best opportunity, and it that was probably the most disgusting thing to me. Um, I mean, Biden had a good response, though most people would have just walked over. Well, of course and he did, him. because everyone knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. It, I'm not sure anybody knew it was going to be in those contexts. Well, I mean, it, you knew his son was going to come up, and you knew right. the drug problem was going to come up, because, like, Trump had already insisted that Biden get drug tested for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> Biden was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> LOL, no, I'm not doing that. Fuck yourself. So, like, you knew that was coming in some context. And, like, I get, like, I am not a political commentator, and I when that can't, you know, I'm not, this isn't what I do professionally. You know, it could be if Harry's Razors wants to sponsor us, but anyway, let's, uh, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, we can. <laughs> we can only drive the value of the brand down. It's great. Everybody loves a comeback story. Think about the potential exactly. for that. Yeah, but no, we, anyway, hit like part, I saw that and I went, people. "Oh, there it is. It's up." Like I, his, whoever he's like consulting with on these answers, like that's probably one of the first things I typed up is when he brings up your son, you say this. Well, what about no? You say this, and then yeah. and then they move on to the next. You know. 
to me, it's it it's still. He's talking about his son who just passed away just a few years ago, and that's the first like he just immediately went to it. It's it's just absolutely disgusting to me. I mean, um, well, that's pretty on par, I'd say. Like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised or anything, but like. I don't understand how anybody in politics would go that direction other than Donald Trump's just a blabbering shithole. Have you heard of a man named Ted Cruz? Donald Trump said his wife was ugly, and now Ted Cruz would pick up nuggets out of Donald Trump's butt as they fell out. Good point. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's all, I guess, a, a motivation. The well, thing that about Ted, it, Ted that, Cruz is never going to be president. No, so. but he's going to run until we're all dead. That's another thing. No, till he's attention. dead. <laughs> Fuck that. He'll be a head in a jar like Futurama, and he'll be running. Oh, um, good point. Yeah. No, the other thing during that exchange <laughs> that really that caught me was, um, like, Donald Trump kept saying, like, yeah, well, Biden didn't, uh, I'm sorry, um, Hunter didn't have a job until you became vice president. I'm like, what the fuck do your sons do? Their entire resume is worked for dad. Yeah. Trump Foundation. And they're not yeah. good at it. And, Trump Foundation. Okay, Nothing yeah. else. And that well, Trump Foundation was shut down for self dealing. That's awesome. I love it when people bring up organization, like, whatever it is called. Yeah, they're Core, like, well, whatever. The Trump Foundation was shut down. Um, they work for the Trump 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 organization, um, and that's a nice little. Uh, it's all the same. To, yeah, well, that's a nice transition to the fact that we have no real time to talk about the fact that uh, the New York Times has two decades of Trump's taxes, and that shit got buried on. That's Monday. old news. Yeah, it's old news, and it was uh, <laughs> six and a half days ago. And we found out that Donald Trump pays less in taxes, federal taxes, than any of the three of us have paid. I guarantee it. And um, his family, and basically, the, I think the funny thing is, is that um, they pay each other to be consultants on each other. That would be like me yeah. paying Shay seventy thousand dollars to do this podcast, and then John paying me seventy thousand dollars to do this podcast, and we just keep <laughs> well, around the same. Yeah, I mean, well, m- it's a, it's the fucking stupidest shit m- ever. Most of Trump's uh, deductions are just straight up business losses a lot of it's real estate so if you're talking about him taking business losses that means he's not a good businessman if if he's reporting accurately well they have decades of losses which 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 wiped out what he had to pay in federal taxes the fun thing that are coming up is he's got a 420 million dollar interest payment due on over 1.1 billion dollar in debt billions of dollars in debt and um, this woof. means not this. Yeah, wolf. Right. This means nothing for the presidential election because his supporters, like I, I uh, uh, one of our friends that uh, is constantly commenting on my Facebook page, we'll call him Ron uh, Delevins. He literally uh. said, and this is an exact quote: "Donald Trump said it was fake news, and I believe him." And then that's how he yeah. just like said this whole thing about the taxes goes away. And that's fine. Y'all can think whatever the fuck you want. That's when you vote real for. dumb. Yeah, that's real dumb. It's very dumb. Considering that there's what? I don't know, 160 things that we could point out that Donald Trump has lied about since he became president. That, you know, like, why would you believe this guy? Um, yeah. So that's how his base is going to deal with that. And that's fine. It's not even an issue so. anymore. Right. It's not even an issue anymore at all. Uh, they waffle between um, he's a genius because. Uh, he doesn't pay taxes, and then when you ask, well, what about the years and years of 
giant losses that makes him not have to pay federal taxes. They're like, well, he's a goddamn business genius. You shut up. Like, all right, it, whatever. They don't understand that he literally was born a millionaire. And pissed it away. And his daddy made him probably a borderline billionaire. And then we guess that he's still a billionaire, but he probably isn't. Well, that's actually a very a complicated like path to follow because, yes, his dad loaned him $400 million to get started. When his dad passed away, there was an internal struggle for who got what assets from Fred Trump. And uh, his his niece, Mary Trump, is currently suing him for tens of millions of dollars because when uh, Fred Trump passed away, they cut her and her, her – I think she has a brother – out of the will, like they, they, you know, completely devaluated the assets that should have gone to her. Um, so like, there's a, a long string of woo fuckery that goes on with Trump's. You, you Trump's, must be a good uh, person when your own family is suing the fuck out of you. Right. Right. I, I just love the fact that the book she wrote is like outselling any book that any of these Trump, Trump, uh, people have ever written. Like Sean Hannity had that, uh, little, uh, dagger on it from the New York times. that said that, you know, Fox news bought a bunch of their books. But um, the real issue here is not going to be the 2020 election. It's going to be state courts because it's either tax fraud or banking fraud. One of the fucking other. Like, those are your options. Uh, I don't know which one gets a, a longer prison sentence. So, I mean, Shay, we've talked about this before. I, I don't want to see anybody die. What I want Trump to do is I want him to lose in uh, 2020 and then the state of New York spend the rest of his life just fucking with him with lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit oh, until yeah. he's dead. Yeah, because he's got 10 or 15 years at most. Right. And it, so, like, yeah. so it's going to be one of those two. And, on, and, and I say that, and I say that as, as uh, not as a, like, ha-ha, he's going to die soon. I say that knowing realistically what's going to happen. He's going to lose the election, and he's going to – and he's good at this – those kind of cases take years and years, two, three, oh, yeah. four yeah. years. So he's going to just deal with court shit until he's dead. Is what, right. and, 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 right. and he knows that. Um, but if he can win again, then that, you know, I mean, realistic, I, you know, it's, it's that because he he's not, I, he he's not going to go to jail. I don't think that's nah, going to happen. Nah, 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 nah. That's never going to happen. They're never going to send a former United States president <laughs> to jail, but he is going to spend the rest of his life uh, in fucking courtrooms. I, I think that's, yeah. I won't say that he's going to go to jail, but his uh, his son's particular Don Jr. has expressed a concern that if they lose the election, they're a fucking bunch of going those to... motherfuckers might go to jail. Yeah, I they, can see they, that. They That's would... different. I can really okay. So like, here here's me just spitballing this in real time. Yeah, here. it's why I call like, it crime. It's not they're not yeah. going to go to jail for five years and come out and sell a book. I don't right. Like here's me here's me making shit up Michael on the Ghost fly, like Alex right Jones now. says. I can completely. I mean, they raised over five hundred thousand dollars for that Rittenhouse kid, who shot two people in uh, Wisconsin. So I can completely see if Donald Trump loses the election and he's on the hook for, let's say, a million dollars in fines for you know all of his you know tax fraud and everything. Because uh, like Shay, like you said, they're not going to cuff him and, and perp walk him in there for tax fraud. Like, you just pay it. You know, like, yeah, you sit down with the IRS and you're like, listen, I fucked up or I fucked you or I thought you wouldn't see and, this. Well, hey, I was and the you, president. So, like, yeah, and, I'm your old you boss. The fine. Yeah, I don't know. The fine. I think it's going to be a lot more than that if that happens. 
Well, fraud's different than tax evasion. So yeah. yeah. But he also has a lot of potential other debts. Like oh yeah, not yeah, about yeah. like half a billion dollars potentially, just about and other. But one point one billion on the on well, the books. So yeah. you don't really know what he has to pay that off. Well, what I'm saying is, if the fine is you know something within earshot of a GoFundMe, the MAGA crowd will rally and pay off his 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 tax fine. Like that, that'll happen. That'll happen. Like, I mean, oh, we, we saw. I would desperately we, love to see Donald Trump throw up a Kickstarter to pay his tax. Yeah, thing. I mean, <laughs> they already did the whole. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, donate like, to Kickstarter to I build swear a to wall, God, those and pe- those people are going to jail. Those people need like, if he loses the election, they need to tuck their fucking tail and just like, sh- I don't know, That's lay low for a while yeah. till they die, well, maybe. I th- I think his kids are more worried about it than he is. Oh yeah. The, the reason Shay said is like Donald Trump knows that they're even after the election, he'll have a little bit of well. An aura of invincibility because he was the the president, and and he can also frame any attacks against him. I mean, I, I say attacks, but it would actually be uh, indictments for litigation fraud. Yeah, litigation. Well, they're, they're like, also, he could frame him. They're yeah, also the, they're also the third generation of just total like bullshit. Of yeah, they yeah you know, they're not gonna do anything. Yeah, like if he if he took away, you know, I mean. It, just imagine a trading places situation with Eric or Don Jr. Like, you know, that 1986 movie starring uh, um, Dan Aykroyd and uh, Eddie Murphy. You take away their credit cards and everything, and they're dead in like 48 hours. Like, they don't know what the fuck to do. I would like to point out that uh, if he did the same thing to Hunter Biden, he would start his own crime syndicate, and he would flourish. But that's neither here nor there. Um but uh, yeah, so like no, it's 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 so funny that this is old news, and uh, the sitting president is is looking at a four hundred twenty million dollar interest payment that if he is if he is reelected would be a significant security issue in the next four years of like who he owes money to and who who has influence over him, well, and that's not even fucking uh, before the election. We page knew, one now. Before the election, we knew he owed money to Russian oligarchs. Yes. So, well, and it was pretty clearly spelled out that he had been part of money laundering for those oligarchs. Well, how many people of his uh, original election staff have been prosecuted? And I think convicted. all three of his campaign managers are fucked right now. Like right. Uh, actually, well. the last one, Brad Pascal is is having a. Uh, he's having. He had a. He's having I would, issues. I would say, he's having I, issues. I would, say, I would say yeah. I would say he had a, a a small mental breakdown or something. His wife called the cops. Um, he was threatening self harm. The police. Uh, he was took him into custody. Drunk you know, as fuck. It was yeah. It was it was not good. And I'm glad that he's okay. And hopefully he gets the. Um, help he needs because I mean to hear that he would have killed himself because of you know whatever's going on in his head would have been bad like I don't I don't wish anything on that guy but that he's the fourth Trump campaign um, manager who is in jail right now like that's not that's not me being a liberal asshat that's just me paying attention to the news like wow wolf well, well, but I mean, okay. So, how many of Hillary Clinton and Obama's campaign managers went to jail, though? 
That's uh, zero. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Man, you know, uh, just I want to go back to the debate. I wanted to mention this earlier. Um, but, I mean, what I really want to see it happen is, I mean, I assume both of you are familiar with the the, the caning of Charles Schumer. Do you know, you know what that yes. is? Yes, yes, yes. For those not aware, it's there was when a pro-slavery Democrat, the parties were very different back in those days, 1850-something, yeah. uh, beat the shit out of somebody else on the Senate floor with his walking cane and nearly killed him. Um, so, I mean, I'd be okay with that on stage with, like, maybe with, with the debates. I mean, I, they, how, how do you social distance, distance and beat the shit out of somebody with a cane? I mean, I think at this point— got to wear your mask at least. Well, ideally, you would be able to guarantee both candidates are negative for the virus. So should In they choose to attack each other, they can. Shay, you would be incorrect at this point because yeah. both candidates are not negative for the virus. Ah, uh, well, I guess uh, I guess that's awkward. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Uh, that's all right. Fun. Well, actually, let's take uh, that's the thing we've got to talk about is the news that happened on Friday that Donald Trump has tested positive for COVID. But let's take a pause for the calls real quick. I need a pitcher of beer, and um, everybody needs to make another drink, I think, and then we will dive into. Dive into the absolute woo fuckery that has happened in the last seventy two hours that I still have a I still have trouble wrapping my head around. I have a long list of things. Um, it's it is just it's just stupid weird. It I I felt like I was watching a news version of Mystery Science Theater three thousand over the weekend. I really did because it just it just could not get any more ridiculous. Nobody, nobody said, let's get to the wife swapping, which is my favorite line in the whole series, but uh, we're close. We're close to that. So let's uh, take a pause. Everybody's going to hear some, uh, some of my favorite transform noises, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the All right, everybody, we're back from our break. Everybody's gotten some more alcohol and taken a tinkle, and we need mm-hmm. to discuss the elephant in the room that is feverish, and that is <laughs> on Friday morning, Donald Trump contracted COVID. Um, I don't know when you guys I w- saw this. I wouldn't say Friday morning. Well, he got it earlier that week, and we can. I don't we... really want to nail that down because it doesn't matter it's... to me, but I would, I would like to discuss how... Well, um, I will. I will say, at at one point during the debate, and it could just be the debate. I don't know how it has anything to do with COVID. <coughs> but there was there was a point towards the end where I'm like, man, he looks sweaty. And he just always doesn't... looks sweaty. Yeah, there was there was that interview he did with Chris Wallace a couple months ago. Well, apparently, he... and he was just melting, and he was mad that they were out on the veranda. He was like, well, "Yeah, it's hot out here. Why are we out here?" And Chris Wallace was like, "You you decided to be out." He here. said on Wednesday when he did the Hannity interview that he had it. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get there, but okay. Um. Yeah, we'll get there. I don't need like, to steal your thunder. No, it's it's cool. No, it's fine. It's it's just that I don't think that have any thunder. When he, <laughs> boom boom. Easy. That's it. Um. Be nice. I'm sorry, um, I didn't mean it. 
I'm not, I'm not too to worried about when exactly he tested positive, but we know when he was exposed, and then we know that he was irresponsible after that. That that's the thing that like I I know we can nail down, and I am upset about. Well, he's but, been he's been irresponsible the whole fucking oh, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, good point. Very good point. Um, so right now, as we are um, talking about this, our world COVID numbers are get about. 7.67 million cases in the United States. 215,032 deaths. Uh, American deaths. Um, give me a second. That number went up since I had done the outline. All right. We're still, we're still at, um, lost the outline again. Sorry. Uh, we are so like I said, seven point seven point six seven million cases in America, two hundred fifteen thousand American deaths. We that is uh, over seventy one nine elevens, or as we in the woods cast like to say, uh, fifty three kilo Benghazis. Um, we were just uh, just the other just today, uh, the CDC guidelines for COVID nineteen spread have changed, meaning that uh, it is aerosol for distances over six feet. Sometimes. So we, yeah, so you need Sometimes. to wear a mask. Yeah, and you need to wear them under certain conditions, usually indoors with uh, with circulation, air circulation. Um, so that's great. Uh, Donald Trump announced his. I don't know what you guys were doing, but I was up watching TV. Like Rachel had fallen asleep, and I was like finishing up a show, and uh, it it broke. The news broke like about twelve twenty my time here in uh, Chicagoland, and my first thought was so he tested positive early Friday morning. Um, my first thought was, all right, I made myself another drink and I was like, well, let me ask myself if I believe this, because on one hand I can, I, uh, a sitting POTUS after 215,000 people have died faking a COVID, uh, cause I can totally faking a COVID, uh, positive test would be just abhorrent. I can't imagine anybody doing that, but I can also imagine Donald Trump doing it and then working like telling everybody how much he work he did during it and like how awesome he is. Cause he's an alpha male. Like I can also see that happening, but he clearly has it. And I'll, well, we got a video later. Yeah. They'll show he, he has it. Yeah. He's got it. Um, so he apparently got it from hope Hicks. Hope Hicks was, um, well, let's, let's, I will say there's no com- confirmation that he got it from her. She was the first person who tested positive. It right. doesn't right. fucking. Well, I guess it matters, but it doesn't well, really. Well, like, is, well, no, it does, but it doesn't. She, and here's my point: they there. blamed her, but she's like, I don't know if I'm actually the person. Right? No, like, uh, they threw okay. her under the bus. Oh, they quick. they rolled oh, yeah. it over, well. backed it up, rolled it over, backed it up, right. rolled it over again. But what we know is that Hope Hiss tested positive, and Donald Trump knew he was ex- he had been exposed because he he had been in close proximity with it. Uh, Hope Hicks, um, and then he then after he knew he had been exposed, he went to a fundraiser in New Jersey and exposed two hundred and six other people. Well, so, from what we know, if, he knew about if he it. He was falling. Yeah, he knew about he it when he was on Hannity and on Wednesday. Right. So there's conflicting there's conflicting narratives. The White House definitely wants to say that as soon as he knew about it, he told the American people. If you believe that, I have some I have some um, beachfront property to sell you in Pocahontas County, West Virginia. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't buy. That, it, w- it would right, be pretty he cheap. He told people probably. right away. Yeah, yeah. Be, I will sell it to you dirt fucking cheap. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, what what I think happened, and I think John is correct, is that Donald Trump tested positive either before the debate or right after the debate. And then they tested the absolute fuck out of him. They were just fucking, fucking his nose cavities with those swabs. And they kept coming back positive. And they were hoping for a negative test. Be like, okay, so they were all, you know, uh, now it's up in the air. But they all came back positive, so he had to, like, tweet that out yeah. uh, early Friday morning. I don't really give a shit when he tested positive. I just know that he knew he was exposed and then went and exposed other 206 other people, which if you it, like at, at uh, the national lab I work at, if I know that I've been in contact with somebody who has tested positive, I can't go to work for like three weeks, period. End of story. Right. Can't go on site at all. You know, Donald Trump, the sitting POTUS in charge of all this shit, just went and did a fundraiser. Yeah. Um, then uh, he left for Walter Reed Friday afternoon, which is kind of a big shock to everybody else because they thought he would just like knuckle under and be like, I'm fine. But apparently he had some drop in his alcohol. Uh, alcohol. Okay, that's a Freudian slip on my part. Justin needs alcohol to power his fuel cells. I was going to say, right, yeah. that happens to the best of us sometimes. Yeah, Freudian slip on my part. Uh, apparently, uh, Donald Trump, um, his um, oxygen saturation dipped while he was at the white house and they put him on some supplemental oxygen because like Shay said, he's older. He's not in the best shape. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a disease that a disease that does ravage the, he's what I'm going to look like if I make it to 70. Let's be clear. Amen, brother. Right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm same boat. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, they took him to Walter Reed, which is actually kind of a big step for everybody. Everybody. I, I, I didn't see that coming. So while he was at Walter Reed, the White House just lied blatantly to us that he was still working. Um, I love this. They had him sitting at a desk signing blank well, pieces of paper. Well, I'm going to stop you just because but even before that, they were interviewing uh, Mark Meadow. And he was, oh, yeah. he was giving the spiel. And he can be heard saying, hey, I can basically, I need to take this off the record. So... Then there was more information that was provided that was speculation that basically everybody's like, yeah, Mark Meadows said that. Yeah. And basically he wasn't doing as good as he said he was doing. Well, yeah, there was. Okay. So the White House put out uh, pieces. Uh, I'm sorry. Put out two images that they said were Donald Trump working tirelessly through his hospitalization. One of them, they're they're in different settings. One of them's like at a desk. One of them's at a big table. One of them, he has jacket on. One of them, he has jacket off. So the implication is, is Donald Trump working throughout the day. But the metadata and the images show that the pictures were taken 10 minutes apart. Right. So they brought him into one room, took a picture, took him into the other room, took a picture. Then they released him. And the AP was like, hey, uh, dipshits, you know we read this stuff, right? Like They analyze that like, shit like a motherfucker. Well, they also have to. Like, they have to, like, anything that goes through from the White House has to be um, archived. So, like, they read through the metadata. So, like, okay, you guys are dipshits. And then they look at the pictures, like, you're signing a blank piece of paper. Um, Mark Meadows did say, like, oh, he's really not feeling that great. And he's having trouble breathing. And, of course, Trump put on Twitter. There was, like, a – you guys did – have you guys seen the, the breakdown of Trump's tweets? Like, there was this, like, huge dip in his tweets. Oh, yeah. Like, it went, it went from, like, 75 to 100 a day he, to, like, 4. He didn't tweet for a good period of time. Yeah. And – That made me think there's think, something fucking wrong. Yeah. So, he definitely has COVID. He did not feel well. Um, then uh, – 
you know, so we have the we have the uh, pictures. Like, so they did a bunch of stuff to talk about how you know great he was doing, and then he left Walter Reed to drive by the hooting jackasses that have been sitting outside of Walter Reed since he got there, um, blaring. And I am not making this up. Fortunate Son by Clearwater Revival. Mm, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, they're just blaring that out there. Donald Trump got into a car with three other. I don't Secret think Service that song's agents. about what he thinks it's about. They were also. It is not. They were also. Well, blaring. actually, I take that back. What he thinks that song about is, "Hey, these dumbasses love CCR." So. They're also blaring is. "Born in the USA," which, yeah. if you know anything about, it, that's an anti-patriotic song for sure. Yeah. Um, they don't shit. understand. Well, I mean, like, it, it, do you expect anybody in the Trump family to understand irony at all? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took us four years to realize it, but no. Well, Donald Trump got into motorcade uh, with like five other cars. They drove around, like, basically did a, 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 a loop around the block so he could wave at these supporters. Um, uh, uh, John, your your wife, Katie, had a great point. Um, in any other situation in the United States, that would be called uh, checking out AMA, as in against medical advice, and your insurance would not cover your stay at all. Well, I would go further and say, like, they would try to, like, say, hey, we need to get, like, psych on here ASAP. Well, he, he exposed those three service, uh, secret service agents. He, I mean, as it, yeah, like, as of right now. It's a hermetically Trump, sealed vehicle. They might as well just, like, like, uh, tongue kiss everybody in the car. Oh yeah, might as well. They just might as well like. Ugh. Yeah, I just looked my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you all had to hear that, but I had to see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The beauty. Um, yeah, but but here's the thing: uh, is like like John said, like there is no reason he should like as we are recording this podcast right now on Monday night. Donald Trump is highly contagious. And he should not have been in that car with those three people. He exposed those three other people to well, COVID nineteen for no fucking reason. Well, apparently, according to Twitter, all of a sudden, uh, the Secret Service yeah. fucking hates his guts. Yes, there there have been. I'm several not really surprised by that. I mean, I can't blame him. Well, personally. I just mean historically, like like, and this kind of ties into the whole of uh, well. Uh, what if he decides not like he loses and he doesn't give up the office? I'm like, okay, that predisposes that all of these organizations that would have to rebel against the election results, respect and, and, and enforce his power, respect him enough to do it. And anything you read about people who've worked for him prior to him being a presidency, he is, as I believe uh, they say in Latin, a huge piece of shit. And that's like, Latin. yeah, his, 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 <laughs> historically nobody respects him. So like, like, I'm not surprised to find out like the, these secret service guys just be like, I'm sure some of them are like, you know, they respect the office, but they don't give two shits about Donald Trump. I, I bet that's a majority of people underneath him. There, the reporting is, is that the, the, um, CNN interviewed one of the current serving secret service members under Donald Trump and. They said that when he took office, the relationship was strained and that currently it is, you know, just absolutely non-existent because he does these things like he just did. And yeah. He takes these motorcades. Um, you know, I bet I he doesn't the, respect him and they know it and he's, they're just like motherfucker. Well, I, I, I mean, imagine being spending three years having to stay in his golf courses and follow him around well. on the golf course because he wants to do this shit. And they're like, there are so many other things we need to be doing right now. Yeah. You're, 
You know, basically your life is dependent on saving this other piece of shit's life. As I watch both of you John, just down beverages. Yeah. John, I, I remember very clearly Donald Trump saying that if he had been near the, uh, San, uh, not the Sandy Hook, the, uh, which high school shooting was it? <laughs> I think you're Florida telling one. us enough. Yeah. <laughs> If oh shit, which one was one this is America where we can't keep our mass shooting straight, <laughs> right. we cannot. But he said that even if he didn't have a gun, he would run in there and stop it. Can you imagine being a secret service agent, watching him hike up his fat fat dude uh, underwear <laughs> as he's playing golf, and thinking that this guy's going to storm a, a you know a high school and stop an active shooter? Like I oh man yeah I can't imagine that. All right, anyway, moving on. So, regardless of um, how much Donald Trump does or does not respect COVID, he's got it. Um, he announced today that he was leaving uh, Walter Reed at six thirty. We saw that he did. Um, we, we saw that footage. Um, he tweeted out, and I want to read this. I want to read this verbatim because this is goddamn insane. He tweeted out. And this is a direct quote from Donald Trump's Twitter, which we've all agreed is uh, how he does policy. I will be leaving Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling good. Feeling really good. Oh, God damn it, pop-ups. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs, knowledge, and I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Um... I'm sure the 100, uh, 215,000 uh, dead Americans would be really happy to hear that. You yep. absolute jackass. So that's what the current, the sitting POTUS tweeted out and then went home. And I guess my question is, is how many people is that tweet going to kill? Because we're still at the point where we are debating whether masks should work. Um, we've got asshats on, uh, you know, TikTok and Facebook and... Um, I guess Twitter burning masks as a protest to the the lockdowns or whatever they think that they're doing the tyranny the socialism they think that uh, entails and uh, yeah so I think he just uh, I don't know maybe another fifty thousand Americans are gonna, are gonna croak because of this uh, uh, base estimate I guess I don't know it, it's hard to tell right now um, yeah I mean I'm actually looking at a graphic talking about seven day rolling averages right now we are mostly good except for today the percent positive has gone up so we'll have to we'll have to see what, i mean time will tell yeah um it's not helpful hmm. obviously anytime you reinforce the idea um, that this isn't an issue. Masks aren't a thing. Don't worry about it. I mean, people. Yeah, it fucks us. A lot of people who have jobs that like they could do better things with their time are gonna have to like get on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and be like, "Yeah, he's an asshole. Don't listen to him." Uh, yeah, I don't. I, just... I mean, it's just a matter of time before we figure out. You know, I, I think we're on. We're we're getting ready to go into a fall quote-unquote flu season we're gonna see spikes oh, in COVID. this isn't helping i mean there 
I've I've seen a couple articles saying that uh, the flu in South uh, the Southern Hemisphere has been a lot lower than expected because basically uh, COVID. So hopefully I mean, precautions that's good... for COVID protection yeah. from the flu as well. So hopefully that's a good sign. Hopefully we're not going to see that, but we don't know that. Well, the we other side what... of that is Florida yeah. just said, "Fuck it, let's go." Well, yeah, there's a lot. They said release Indiana, the Florida man. Indiana did that, and like they're right beside Kentucky, so it's very possible they were just fucked. I don't know. Uh, I really don't know what to expect. I, I literally take it every, like a day by day at this point. It, it there's so many things that have to go into this, but one of the things that you don't expect to go into this is the sitting POTUS saying like, "Don't be afraid of the virus that has killed 215." Well, Americans. he literally has been in the hospital for four days. You could say three days overall, but there's four calendar days he was in the hospital taking oxygen and various different medications to help him overcome the virus. Different experimental cocktails right. that will not be available to any of the three of us if we were to contract COVID. I, I wouldn't go that far, but I would say they threw the fucking kitchen sink I at would. him because he's either really bad off because they wouldn't give all those things to them to him if he weren't fucked. Uh. So I would imagine he probably told them to just throw everything at me, and they did, but I don't know. That's that's actually the reports that were coming out today is that um, Donald Trump requested all these experimental procedures, and all of the conservatives were like, well, Donald Trump's not a doctor. You should you should listen to the doctors, not Donald Trump. Huh. I'm like, well, what, what, what fucking Twilight Zone am I living in now? Nothing, nothing from the doctor, uh, what's his name, uh, Downey or whatever that actually uh, responded. Nothing from him actually sounded coherent, quite honestly. Well, he was he 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 even stated that he was trying to play along with the upbeat um, the upbeat positive vibes well, of the president and the administration. It was like, okay, but that's not how today, uh, information works. Today, the media was asking about his lungs and what they looked like, and he literally claimed uh, HIPAA that he could not report on that. Yeah, well. I mean that is true, very true. Very yeah. true. I mean, that, that, he's not wrong. Like now, I, and I'll be the first. I'll be the first one a, to tell you that like the president shouldn't have the same level of privacy as as us assholes because no one right. gives a shit about our they, medical records. But his matter. You're not allowed to launch nukes. Yeah, we can't launch nukes. So what I what I think doesn't matter. But there is a level of privacy he's entitled to as a patient, and it's a me, slippery slope. To, to me, that obviously direction. says that like don't tell them about my fucking lungs. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, okay. So, which gets into Donald the Trump, video. We're gonna. Sh- we still, oh god, we still have so much more to talk about before I show you the video. You're gonna, start, you're gonna have to. Breath. You're gonna have to start doing this on YouTube. Yeah. Um. So, Donald Trump is back at the White House. He still has to quarantine for 14 days. Like that is the CDC requirement. So if he does any more events, it'll just be spreading COVID fucking everywhere. Um. One of the, um, we we haven't talked about this this too much, and I just want to like hit on it very briefly. All this is believed to have started from uh, what they're calling a super spreader event, which would be um, uh, Barrett's announcement to the Supreme Court on Saturday. <laughs> there are so many people that were in 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 um, 
attendants of that that have now tested positive. And actually, I have well, not run down the list of people who have tested what, positive. What, what yet. you don't see there, though, is they did an indoor event along with that. So it's not just like that was it. They did an yeah. indoor event. So I'll, I would have to imagine none of those fuckers wore masks. Well, all the pictures of them, yeah, they did not wear masks. There were two or three people who wore masks. One of them, I think, was uh, maybe uh, uh, Senator Lee. I think he had a mask on. He still got coronavirus. So, yeah, right now there were thirteen people. Well, there are thirteen people that have tested positive for COVID nineteen since. Oh, fuck you. There are 13 people that have tested positive for COVID-19 since, um, uh, I guess, like, Wednesday or Thursday. And I'm going to read them off here as soon as the New York Times gets off my ass. It'll get you pretty hard. All right, shut up. All right, so right now, the people in the White House that have tested positive are Donald Trump, Melania Trump, Hope Hicks. Um, Nicholas Luna, he's assistant to the president, direct assistant to the president. Um, uh, Rona McDaniel, she's the RNC chairman. Mike Lee, he's a senator from Utah. Tom Hillis, senator from North Carolina. Bill Stepien, Trump's campaign manager. Kellyanne Conway, she deserves it. Um, John Jenkins, uh, he's the president of um, Notre Dame University. He was at the event with uh, announcing um, Barrett's uh, nomination to the Supreme Court. Uh, Chris Christie has been tested positive recently. Uh, Kaylee McEnany has tested positive. Uh, Chad Glimartin, I think I'm saying that right. He's assistant to the press secretary. Karen Levitt, uh, assistant to the press secretary. And Greg Laurie, who's a pastor. Oh, he's a megachurch pastor. All those people attended the event um, announcing Amy, Amy Barrett. sorry. Did you get uh, Notre Dame's? president yeah okay yeah sorry they run in together because it's just like clusterfuck Uh, it's clusterfuck so they're all there the the funny thing is is we have video of mike lee who's a senator uh just hugging people like like he's had eight beers like i would hug people at a bar like he's just a hugging machine and the next day he tested positive for covid so that's awesome Mm -hmm. um the reason trump left yeah question the reason trump left uh walter reed is because he understood that he had to get out um, on the, uh, you just get out of there, get back in the White House, act like he wasn't in the hospital, because like we said, he's got to be quarantined for 14 days. But we, uh, so that's two weeks of the four weeks until the election. Mm-hmm. I imagine um, there's a lot of medical care that he can get in the White House that he needs. Well, from what I've, I think they can do everything except like really invasive surgery right. in the White that's, House. That's pretty much what I'm going to say. Is yeah, for everything I hear, they can do. Which made the fact that he had to go to Walter Reed to begin with to be kind of a question, like, and I, yeah. I guess they told him, from my understanding, they told him like either we you walk out to the Marine One or we carry you out in a uh, in a fucking stretcher. So, I mean, he looked like he walked out there just fine. I'm sure he he was going under his own pressure, uh, his own own power, just fine. Then. Um, he stood there. He was in, you know, like we said, he was in, in the hospital for uh, four days. Um, while he was there, they lo- they launched Operation MAGA, which is a 
Fulk Court pressed by all of the surrogates that do not have COVID to go campaign for him. Well, mm. excuse me, but that's not going to do anything because the president's entire campaign strategy is to do events where people chant, lock her up. <laughs> Nobody's going to go to that fucking rally to watch, uh, you know, Don Jr. Say that. And so nope. like, as far as, as far as the campaign is, they're dead in the water until he can get out there. So that's two of the four weeks until the election. An election he's, as we discussed earlier, is severely losing if it were held today. Um, so, the, <coughs> excuse me. The the turn that it took today that really cracked me up was now tr- the Trump administration and their surrogates are chastising Joe Biden for not getting COVID. And that's not the fucking onion. Uh, campaign, the campaign. Um, now, I uh, saw this headline, but just kind of scrolled past it. I didn't. Is that actually what's happening? Or is this like a very hyperbolized headline? You Because know, it's a lot of like clickbait headline. That's what I'm looking for. Right. Well, Jason Chaffetz has said, uh, well, here, let me, let me, let me, let me do this for you. Um, one of the, uh, Aaron Perrine on Monday did a spot on, I think it was CNN, where she said that, uh, Donald Trump now has first-hand experience of the COVID virus, and that makes him a better leader. Mm. Yeah. So, that happened. Um, now, if you ask me, that gives Donald Trump first-hand experience of being a dipshit, and... If there's there anyone go. on the planet that should be able to avoid COVID-19, it's the goddamn president. Right. right, and he and and we've all seen him for the last six months not avoid well, it at pe- all. People are like, "Oh, everybody around him has been tested. There's no way at all he would ever get it." And you're correct; yeah. they've all been tested, and now they're popping off. Sure, fucking uh, enough. Now, Shay, uh, to take this one step further, people are now attacking Joe Biden for using the PPE that kept him from getting COVID. Mm. Jason Chaffetz, <laughs> which is the little yeah. the little chipmunk of a senator who. Oh, uh, fuck that guy. He, uh, he popped off as soon as Donald Trump won the election. He was uh, in charge of the um, oversight committee, I believe, and he had the worst job ever. He's like, so either I do my job and liberals are happy about it, but they're not electing me, or I don't do my job and everybody hates me and I lose. Uh, so he, he popped off the Senate as soon as Donald Trump won, and his quote was, Biden has been uh, Biden has been the one getting cappuccinos and just hanging out in the basement, and he went on to describe that uh, Donald basically attack Joe Biden for wearing a mask. Like if he was a man, he would get COVID. Yeah. That's Trump. Trump openly mocked him about the mask during the debate on the bait, which he may have, he may have had COVID at that point and mocked Trump for, or mocked Biden for it. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's so, I mean, like I said, when we started this, there's so much woo fuckery. I don't know if we're going to get to it all tonight. You can't make this, you can't really, really, you can't make this shit fucking up. So like, no, they should just have Joe Biden and Donald Trump do SNL. Just say fuck it. Yeah, put them all in there. Just yeah. both of you go at it, and we'll laugh at it because it's fucking ridiculous. Now, um, there is uh, the press, press, a press secretary for Donald Trump or communication secretary. I'm sorry. Um, has said that uh, Donald Trump still plans to debate Biden in two weeks, which that's the timelines there is really iffy. Like he would still be contagious when they meet, and 
the Joe Biden campaign has said we should just do it virtually. Trump says we're not going to do it virtually. Yeah. Probably because he knows he can just get muted. Yeah, I've I, I seen – I don't understand this. I've seen so much pontification in the media by people that are on other sides of the world – talking to each other about how are they going to do it remotely like I, somehow all of a sudden this is just this weird impossible concept and everyone how's that is, possible is is doing the thing we're doing I, this I podcast right how, now how, like, drunk how can, across three times how can three people be on something and talk tell at me it's not it, it would honestly in a lot of ways would probably be easier but i'm sure you're right i'm sure they don't want to do it that Say, way because about? It, he would get muted I, right. I don't understand. It's so fucking fun. I would love to see that. I'd love to see a virtual debate well, with one side of the the screen, Donald Trump muted, and Biden talking, and Trump just screaming you, at the you TV all, or whatever. Did you all see that Harris has requested there be a partition between her and Pence coming yes. week? And, That's fun. And Pence, a spokesperson, I just left a Walter Reed Matt- for Pence started fucking like going off ripping her ass about it yeah but who can Pence, fucking blame her he's been exposed right. to like all those fucking assholes but also pence also wants to sit down for the bait no he wants to, he wants up, to go to sleep and just well, he he is he and his campaign staff are very adamant about the fact that he wants to sit down during the debate, and that has the um, can we, Harris can we, people saying, like, uh, are you sick? Why can't you stand up for an hour? Can we point out that he was I put in... I can stand up for an hour. Can we right. Can we point out that uh, Pence was put in charge of this whole fucking COVID response? And oh, that's a good point. He literally did absolutely nothing. Like, I don't know what he did. Because, I don't know. Was he technically in charge of it? Yes. No he, shit. Yeah, he was. He was in charge of the. Uh, he was. He was in charge the of the COVID response or whatever that they put together and then disbanded a couple times. Good times. I I have lost the link, but damn it! I had, I, had, I thought I saved on the link here. Yeah, that's it. Oh fuck, that's not it. Um, but no, there, there. I had. I thought I saved the link where Donald Trump. I was going to show you guys, and I, I'll look for it while we while we talk. But um, there's some other things we need to talk about too. But the problem is, is that um, you guys may have noticed this. There's a lot of sentiment in the GOP that um, we should all be very sympathetic to Donald Trump and his COVID diagnosis. But I seem to remember Donald Trump being not very sympathetic about a lot of fucking stuff. And my sympathy has limits. Um, he would mock Hillary Clinton openly because she contracted pneumonia during the campaign. Um, he mocked a disabled reporter. Well, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. He got. He announced that he had COVID literally four years to the day. That he mocked Hillary Clinton for having pneumonia. Is that true? Yes. I saw that. Yes, 100%. That's fantastic. 100%. It, you couldn't make this fucking shit up. It blew my fucking mind. I mean, yeah, you can. 
You could absolutely make that up. But... He could, but it's not. Fuck. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> well, the, the extra fuck made it real. Well, you know, in, in, a, in a lot of ways, I get it. Like, I get that you really shouldn't, uh, you know, be, you know, cheering for the sitting president of the United States to, you know, be in, uh, you know, dire straits or have uh, an illness that would maybe, maybe kill him. Like, I get that. I, I, I get that. But also, like, you, you have to understand the wherewithal of, like, this guy just mocked everybody for so long. About any kind of in you know in um, any type of like human failing, and then now he is sick, and we're supposed to be like, well, we can't bring this well, up, just can't well, bring it well, up. Well, kind of, kind of towards the way Shay was uh, mentioning earlier, I'd prefer to see him just go to jail than die. Oh, that's good. Um, so oh, let me be clear. I, that's the last thing I want is for him to die because there's there's a whole. That's just yeah. Not, no. I would rather him go to jail. Oh, so yeah. I don't I don't want him to die. So I don't think it's good that his health is was was bad or could be bad. At the same time, there's a lot of irony and just absolute bullshit around how this has been treated and the continual information that's provided to the American people. I'll leave it to that. All right. So I'm going to show you guys that there's no sound here. So the, the people who are listening will know. Uh, I've watched um, this five or six times already. Shay, it's not more. Yeah, it's bad. I have not. It's bad. All right. So, so when Donald Trump showed up at the white house, when he, left Walter Reed, he, came, he came, he came to the, uh, he came to the white house. He walked up the steps and then he takes off his mask. It, wait, wait. His hair, of... his hair did not move underneath the moving <laughs> chopper. Oh, that's that's badass. I mean, Shay and I, a lot of hairspray hair move underneath. Yeah, our hair doesn't move under the, under a chopper. <laughs> but so here you go, Shay. Kid. Um, so this is what I, he takes off his mask, and and the criticism when he arrived at the White House was that he took off his mask. And it gets I get worse that than that. Yeah, I get that criticism because he is highly contagious. He's exposing everyone around him. Um, there's, actually, we're not going to watch the whole thing, but later he's like he's like looking into the White House and he's gesturing the way he does when he's mad at a rally. So I have no fucking clue what he's saying to the people around him, but it's probably not good. It's probably like I need Cheetos or I don't yep. know what the fuck he's talking about. Where's my Big Mac? But, exactly. Actually, I'm exactly. not. I don't want him aligned Big Mac. I might get it's a Big been three Mac days. I need a tan. Yeah, well, he probably needs a tan, and he probably wants some fucking uh, chicken nuggers, but uh, that, that's okay. But, so, Shay, watch this. He takes off his mask, and this actually struck me. Like, this is why I don't believe he's faking it, because he is he's clearly, he walked up one flight of steps, and he is clearly taking deep breaths and struggling to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he just looks worse. uncomfortable. Why? He is opening his mouth. He's taking big, gaping breaths. He tries to sit there stoically, but he's got to open his mouth and take a big gaping breath. Oh, that's not even the whole thing. It got worse than that, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, it's really not good. And so he is feeling ill. Oh. And the reason the reason I show that is because um, when he left the White House, the reports were that he um, was telling everybody, he's like, I got to get out of here. And basically, I, I can imagine he's a little bit stir crazy. He doesn't like being in Walter Reed. 
Well, uh, but he also realized he can't sit in that hospital during an election. Reports are he's pretty much hospital phobic. That he does not. He's never really enjoyed being. Uh, yeah, I've I've read that about him. He just really um, does like is a, like he does not like hospitals. Like, and I mean, and that's, he, that's that's he, completely, yeah, really, that's fine. I agree. I agree with him. Like if if you think about it, he really barely has ever visited family members that are in the hospital. Yeah. So he's pretty much been well, against it. Well, okay, so he hops out. He knows he can't be there. He doesn't like it. He goes back. He he needs to get back on the campaign trail. So that's what he told everybody. But the he was actually warned by his campaign staff that this might not be a good idea because if he does have a if his condition does um decrease if he if he has a uh can you imagine uh, the damage it, i bet what they're worried about is him getting out on the campaign trail and trying to talk some people and then like passing out or collapsing in front of a group full of people or having or, to or having yeah having to be rushed from like pennsylvania to walter well, reed again I, I was watching right that would be the that would be just crush right before we next right before days. we got on here i was watching uh because they had they had biden on his town hall thing and they had uh, Rachel Maddow right after that. She was going on about right. how uh, Eisenhower apparently had a heart attack. And yeah. they didn't fucking treat it as a heart attack. They were like, oh, he had he had some indigestion. He had uh, he had upset stomach. And he, come to find out, he had a massive heart attack and it was lucky yeah. to be alive. So the, the, the uh, pres- current press corps president- is very always had the best health care as much as we think they do oh well well they've just the never ever court... really been super honest about uh like i right. mean um oh god i've uh smoked enough and drank enough i can't remember who was it which which president was it that polio um uh fdr 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 how the reason he would do it from a train is because he could stand well... up on the back of a train and he didn't want anyone to know he had polio like like it is totally normal for the president to be like, "Yo, don't they, tell people I'm sick. I can't." He didn't straight up lie about it, though. No, but yeah. not was, wanting to look. Sit, this is it's not a right. press. It's this is not a um, new, th- even a Donald Trump thing of a U.S. president not wanting to look weak. Like that's like a right. thing that is not specific with, to him. With Eisenhower, now, it's more funny when he looks weak because he's with, an asshole. But with Eisenhower, his personal uh, doctor literally did not understand that he was having a heart attack and basically didn't do anything for probably 18 to 20 hours. I don't know. I can't remember exact time, right? Time frame, but ends up he's lucky. He was alive as president. Um, after that scenario. I mean, I mean, I believe it. I I don't want to say nobody's perfect, but I know that like, if you're gonna commit malpractice, you don't want to do it on the sitting POTUS. That'd probably be a bad idea. You would think, but uh, that's true. Yeah, but, think. But they also they're part of the military. Right. So they, they answer to the president. They, they take orders, and they're all about taking yeah. orders. So. Well, and like the uh, press corps is very prickly about the fact that hey, listen, you want a lot of the American people. That's fine. You're the president. But your people can't lie to us about their job as your physician. Like you can't, you can't tell them to lie to us because the American people do need to know what your current health situation is. And they've been very prickly about that since 
you know, Reagan and Eisenhower yeah. and, you know, Ray, you know, all of that, you know. From when, uh, that? uh, what, the last major health crisis for a president would have been what? Reagan getting shot, right? That would have been the that, last time something That was probably crazy. the worst. Probably the worst. And FYI, Alex Jones says that they gave Reagan cold blood and that gave him brain damage and that's why he had uh, Alzheimer's. What? Mm. Just in case you didn't know that little fact. What is cold well, blood? I don't even... It's blood that's not warm. What is that even... I don't... What? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you that in the same episode of InfoWars, uh, he had another doctor come on and say that Reagan got the best care ever and that Walter Reed is the best hospital ever. Huh. And Alex Jones said, yes, you're right. <laughs> like, in well, fucking... well, I mean, I mean, listen, they, they, the, that's the cold blood. There's nothing you can do. In fucking 40 minutes, he's like, yep, 180. Awesome. So, yeah, fucking idiot. So Justin, can I, can I take this to a whole nother level? I don't know. What you got? Have you? Are we, do, are, are we doing DMT and getting in a cryo chamber? Mm. Have you tried elk meat? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, have Have we? Uh, it's gamey. <laughs> it's It's got a lot of protein though. Um, sure. Have Have you guys paid attention at all to Claudia Conway? Oh yes, uh, Claudia Conway is Kellyanne Conway's uh, smoke show of a daughter. She is extremely not what I would expect uh, Kellyanne Conway's daughter she's, to look like. She's 15, looks like she's about 30. Are you shitting me? She's, fit, she only 15? she's 15 years old. Holy hell, I thought she was in her 20s. No, wow, wow, this just yeah. became to catch a predator over here. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'll talk to you. Hey Justin, would you time. like one of these cookies? <laughs> no, I would not. Why don't you sit down, Justin? Justin, have a seat. Justin, have a seat. Would you like a cookie? Yeah. No, I didn't, ex- no, I didn't I, expect I, that turn. I I know that she has been very uh, critical of her mother, and um, she like like one of my buddies. Have you, have uh, you like, seen, seen Have her, you seen her re- within the past couple hours? She is very sick, and she is blaming her no. mother, Kellyanne Conway, for that's, bringing. That's her. not even what I'm saying. Apparently, according to her. Trump is really sick, and they're covering oh. up. Well, I, I can imagine that too. Um, she has just been a very vocal. Um, cr- uh, cr- um, she's been very vocal about criticizing her mother and her mother's support of Donald Trump, which is also like I can't imagine what their home life is like because you know her husband uh, George Conway is a member of the Lincoln Project, so. I have to imagine that the hate sex between George and Kelly well, and Conway wakes up the neighbors because I don't know how the hell they are married and they're 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 still doing it. They basically but... had to quit their jobs, both of them, because yeah, she yeah, was gonna much. basically file for emancipation because they are fucking just. I'll... No, that I did not know she. I I I literally thought she was in her twenties because no, she does look a she lot looks, older than she, she looks like she's about thirty years old. But she's yeah, fucking she looks like she's 15 in... years old. That's because yeah, she looks just as that, yeah. mean as her mom. Ooh, good point. It looks That's better, good. though. Am I right? Uh, uh, every, hey, John, would you like to the, take a seat? Yeah, please take you, a seat. You guys, you, you, guys but you, are, you guys took the bait already, so. Yeah. I'm uh, on the, I'm is, on the pod, this so is an audio. I'm fucked either way. This is an audio medium. Uh, you guys can't see that Shay just Googled what she looks like. And is now joining the conversation. He's like, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I had no idea what you look like. Yeah. Um, all right. 
so Donald Trump has COVID. We're moving on from that. Um, do you guys? One quick thing. We gotta we gotta talk about this because this has been bugging the shit out of me. Do you guys know what PragerU is? Is that the repeat fucking... that? PragerU. Is that a university where you it... get pregnant? No, uh, isn't that like oh the fucking man, Shay, You are so wrong. Oh, okay. The then fucking, no, I don't know uh, what that is. Shit, what's his name? Uh, Dennis Prager started a the right wing fucking yes shit. Fuck, what's his name? Uh, Dennis Prager. Well, no, I'm. <clears throat> I know him, but like I'm saying, the I'm trying to think the guy's name who like took a total advantage. Well, do it quietly, Justin. Explain it. Yeah, go right. for it. Well, Prager, Prager, you uh, uh, talk radio host Dennis Prager decided that uh, American universities are ruining people. Now, this is a common right-wing yeah. you know, education shit, right? Education bad. You know, yeah, education bad. So he decided he was going to create his own university, and he was going to educate the young people about how awesome conservatism is. <laughs> that's that's yeah. How old is this guy? Uh, oh, he's like six ah, or that, seven Okay, or like that, that sounds very out of touch. That 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 has like, hello, youths. What music band are you listening to? to all yes. over it. Hello, fellow. Hello, kids. fellow kids. Yes. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about Dennis Prager is he is so full of shit, and 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 he, I love him because he is so full of shit. Um, he's the guy, like I said, that says, uh, you know, college is ruining your kids. But he also wants to be the learned scholar. Like one of his sticks is he's rewriting the Bible. What? He's like taking he's like taking all the chapters of the Bible and reorganize them to make him he what he calls the rational Bible. What does that like, even mean? Well, I can't imagine a more nerdy thing than saying that I'm going to reorganize the Bible, but then saying like a college education ruins you, right? So he and and he actually does. That fireside chat bullshit where he sits in a big leather chair beside a fire and like oh, tells you how how conservatives are awesome. Um, so he's just a complete dick. And the best part is is um, he created PragerU to like you know of course you know he's just it's it's, it's such right wing propaganda just fucking like shotgunned at at the millennial generation because they love YouTube and and things like that. By the way, There's... I was thinking about Ben Shapiro. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, he's also a dick. We'll yeah. get there. I think um, they're all, but, you know, intermingled. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 the same shtick where they're trying to uh, appeal to a younger generation than they are and, and indoctrinate them into the ideas that are uh, honestly wrong. Uh, PragerU has these, like, really slick five-minute videos where they're like, hey, you know what? If you don't believe in God, you suck. <laughs> and this is why you should believe in God. I mean, it's, maybe it's we such, do. Yeah, it's such bullshit. And they have the the most the, the 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 absolute dumbest people to come on. Like you got like Adam Carolla arguing for freedom of speech. Oh, like, a, why the fuck do I give? Why the fuck do I give one shit what Adam Carolla thinks about anything? He's, pr- but, he's proved for over the last twenty years that he's a piece of shit. He's just so dumb. Uh, he had a uh, contractor show. Did y'all catch that? That was actually pretty cool. Like Adam Carolla did contracting back when he was in college. So he does one. He did one of those shows that was like you know homes on homes, where he like shows up at a house like, hey, you did this contracting work and you totally fucked it up, so redo it right. And it was pretty good. I, I'll give him that. It was fun. Um, but uh, PragerU has put up this video on Sean Hannity, and the first time I saw it, I got lightheaded. I fell down. I hit my head. I had to go to the ER. Um, that's it's not good. so mind-numbing that we're going to have to watch it. 
and I want to hear you guys. I want to hear your take. I'm just. I, how I'm long not is this? What, what, what am I signing up for? It's like a minute. Okay. Fuck. It's a minute. Fine. Fine. I feel like I'm being punished. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to regret right, things. All right. Here we go. I'm proud to be American. I'm proud Sweet. to be American. No Less than four years ago, I was better. embarrassed to call yeah. myself an American. I believed the police would harass me Dope. just because of the color of my skin. I used to be an atheist. A well, PragerU video like opened my mind. I, I began binge-watching no five-minute so. videos. Yeah, I, I, I keep saying that, but I'm telling you, there's no sound. Definitely wasn't. This is this is why it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was just wasn't meant to be, Justin. We really need a producer to just get this shit right. Sorry. That better? I I don't hear anything yet. I'm okay. proud to be American. Ugh. I'm proud to be American. Less than four years ago, I was embarrassed Strangely, to call myself worse. American. I believed the police would harass me just because of the color of my skin. I used to be an atheist. A PragerU uh, video opened my mind. <laughs> I began binge-watching five-minute videos, and I realized I had been manipulated by the left. I watched the Candace Owens show and stopped thinking of myself as a victim. She's Dennis Prager's videos changed my mind about God. PragerU is changing millions of minds by reaching young people like me on the internet. In 2020 alone, we have reached over a billion views, with 60% of our audience under the age of 34, and over 70% of minds changed. Citation the left fucking is still needed. reaching more young people. We need your help now. You can help us make more pro-American content and change the minds of young people like us. It was Please ben Shapiro. support us with your tax-deductible donation at PragerU.com. Now, how much is that some Nazi shit? That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. So You like, can help brainwash people just like us. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Dennis Prager changed my mind about God. What? Like seventy percent of people who watched our videos have changed their mind. Uh, How the fuck is that metric well, track? Well, they had the black guy, and he's like, he made me think. He made me suddenly think that I didn't like have cops like want to beat my fucking head in. Like, well, what, the, what's like seventy year old fucking white male is gonna like tell a, a like twenty year old black guy what he thinks? Well, and also, you saw the clip of Candace Owen, and her entire shtick is to oh, be a uh, millennial black woman who is uh, young and attractive who says, you know what? White people aren't racist. Black people are racist. Yeah. Like, that's her well, job. That, that's so her that, literal, that's the only thing that she has in her life. That is, if well, that doesn't okay. pan out, uh, tough luck. All right. So who here watches Archer? Uh, I have not seen past the whatever the most recent season, like the one in space, because there's one after that, right? Well, there's there's a lot of them. There's there's a lot of them. And, well, yeah, and no, I I've watched up not... to the next I'm, to last. I'm aware of it. I've never really watched. Oh, you're missing out. It's the best. I uh, that's yeah, kind of the best. Life's different when you have kids. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. But hey, no, uh, and you're married. Neither Shane nor I. Neither Shay nor I had sex with the wife, so that's on you. I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not. Not that wrong. I don't remember anyway. Aha! I'm not Allegedly. saying I don't have regrets. Now, I so PragerU has been around for about three or four years, and they have been funded by um, uh, two fracking 
uh, brothers, the the Wilkes. So um, Prager says they're like, hey, we get all of our money from donations. That's a lie. They get they're funded by the fracking version of the Koch brothers. They're just I was going to say they're brothers. basically the Koch uh, brothers. Exactly, it's the only problem. What I wanted to show you guys is that just recently. Um, the Gravalent Institute has created a opposition to the Koch brothers, and we got fucking Archer. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, so here we go. Here we go. I am so excited we... right now. So this is this is the answer to the Koch brothers. I just heard about this today, and I was like, oh, we're the so fucking watching this. What? It's, I think it's pronounced Gravel. Gravel. Okay. Gravel. That, yeah, Gravel. that's more, that's more uh, yeah. fancy. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Glass this is Sean Benjamin. I'm here to talk to you about a big problem on the internet. It's called people emailing my wife. No, it's called PragerU. Imagine a huge stream of lies that pours into every computer in America. Gotta, imagine a bunch of it's disguised lies. to look unbiased and packaged into slick videos. And imagine oil billionaires give them tens of millions each year to indoctrinate your friends, your family. Fracking well, that's PragerU. And the thing is, it works. One out of every three Americans online has seen one of their videos, and 70% say that Prager's videos changed their minds. This stuff Bullshit. makes a I'm difference, and every day it is pulling people toward the right. At the Gravel Institute, we're building something to beat them at their own game. Short, high-quality, easy-to-understand videos presenting leftist ideas and refuting right-wing lies. Stuff you can send to your friends, your mothers, your secret lovers, your mother's <laughs> lovers your <laughs> lovers. oh and we've got big name presenters from bernie sanders to chelsea manning here are a few that we've lined up chelsea manning okay so this won't be easy and we're going against a goliath so we definitely need your help we want this to be a collaborative organization guided by its members where we're trying to do something big so hey let's do this See, I think of H. John Benjamin as Bob first for Bob's Burgers and Archer second. Amen. But I love both and of those shows. Right. And I paused it because in the last frame of the video, it says in, in uh, honor of Michael Brooks. Michael Brooks was a uh, contributor and co-host of the Majority Report. Uh, yeah, Majority Report. And he died, um, oh man, a couple months ago from a, a, aneurysm, a, a blood clot in his neck. Just He was like 29. Like younger than we that are, is just dropped intense. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I remember watching the episode of the Majority Report where they found out about it. Uh, he was not scheduled to be on the show, and like towards the end of the show, uh, Sam Cedars just like answering IMs and taking phone calls, and one of the producers like, uh, Sam, you need to look at the text messages. Like you see Sam Cedar look down and he starts typing freer. So he's like, Yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah we're stopping the show right now. And they had they had been told that. I mean, Michael Brooks just, uh, I mean, at 29, just, just basically had a, uh, blood clot in his neck and died. And, um, the, the people at the Gravel Institute were big fans of his work. I was too. Uh, I mean, anything you're going to get John H. Pinchman to do, I'm probably going to sign the fuck up for. Sure. Because he's awesome. He did his master's work. Uh, he did his master, his master's in, uh, political science. He did it on the, uh, rise and fall of the, the Third Reich. 
And it's always funny when he's on the majority report, people are like they call him like, Yeah, you don't know anything about Nazism and he's like you just all visibly see him crack his knuckles. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, you dick you dick bag. Alright, so uh last thing. Fun stuff. What are we watching to get through the um the fucking endless COVID? Uh um It's not much of a lockdown anymore. No. We're getting out. We're getting. We're getting out. We're doing stuff, but we still can't go to bars as much as we would like to. We can't go to movies. Uh, I was going to point out to um, you know we already talked about the boys. Shannon love the boys. John, you should watch it. Sure, um, it's fun. Um, John, have you watched Lovecraft Craft Country on HBO? I've uh, heard mixed. I've not seen it, but I've heard people people are all over the place because they either love it or they hate it. And and we'll say like it's a mess because I guess it changes up its themes a lot. I don't know. It's much like um, I know you have powered through the first season of Doom Patrol. Uh, yeah, I've watched the first and second season. That's just great. Okay, I, I'm I'm getting ready to finish up the first season and Doom Patrol and Lovecraft Country have the same problems is that each episode doesn't seem like it's go. Excuse me, going anywhere. Like each episode has a weird vibe. And the vibes don't necessarily match up to each other episode. Does that make sense, Shay? I, I, I guess you up? just don't get Doom Patrol then, because it's great. Its vibes oh. fantastic. Oh no, I love it's the so shit much out fun. Of it. It's great, and uh, it it all kind of coalesces at the end there, and you'll and you get to answer some questions like why is everyone living forever? But anyway, um, right? Hey, Doom Patrol's fun, and and uh, Lovecraft Country does have a different vibe for every episode, which is it might be hard to follow if you're not just there for it. Um, so that's the thing. I recommend that to everybody. Um, I just saw today that Dune is pushed back to yeah. I, I, anyone that didn't see that coming is not paying attention. <laughs> right? I, they want that money. I, I figured you were gonna be pretty hurt by that. Yeah. Well, it's not that I didn't expect it, but I was actually more uh, kind of I don't want to say shook because I don't have any like stock in this company, but Regal, which is one of the three largest. Yeah, they're movie... shutting everything down, aren't they? Yeah. They're furloughing. They say it's temporary. They're furloughing well, everybody. They well, and and the reason is is because I believe the trigger was the latest uh, 007 movie has been pushed back as well. And like we're just, I think like as far as content creation goes, I mean here at the Woodscast we got two hundred bucks in this podcast a year, so we're good. But uh, uh, or and whatever we drink, we haven't gotten we haven't gotten into the pocket of Big Adam yet. And, uh, no, no. Uh, I we, mean, if we can find a way to write off what I drink, that's that's not a good idea, really, long term. Shay, I've been do, I've been trying to do that for thirty uh, years. <laughs> um, nice, but uh, but yeah, like we're really walking into a weird place where content creators are gun shy because they don't see a return on the production values that would that would be associated with a Dune movie. You know what yeah. I mean? I keep hoping the situation will get desperate enough that a lot of these studios will just say fuck it and they'll start like I would love to see uh, Quiet Place 2 and Ghostbusters Afterlife just released on video on demand like fuck it let's just do this now and cut our losses so I can fucking watch well, it. We, we talked Shane you and I talked about this and we would be totally for it and I think John would be in a different boat than we are because 
John has two young kids, two young boys, and yep. I think in the foreseeable future, the movies you would see in a theater are not going to be Dune or you know Ghostbusters Probably or something not. like that, or Quiet Place Two, right? Probably like. Well, I mean, you've got your in-laws living in your garage most of the time, so you probably get a movie I wish. Right now and then. I wish. Yeah. Uh, that's a joke on my part. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's not um, very funny. Yeah, well, they're they're there all the time. That's really they're, funny. they're actually not. Yeah. So I wish they were. I'd I'd get out yeah. and do a lot more things. Right. Well, that I mean, that would be your option. Like if they if you had somebody watch your two young kids, you could watch these you know more adult movies, but. Um, like Shay and I were talking, like, I think the last podcast, Shay, like, you know, when we go see a movie, it's a $75, 80 you know, endeavor, like without, without even fucking flinching because you, know, you got 20 bucks in the movie, you got another 60 bucks at whatever bar you go to beforehand. You're carrying in, you're carrying in alcohol. You can get some uh, sodas there. It's another $10. I mean, like, it's not a cheap thing. So you tell me that you're, you want to charge uh fucking 40 bucks. Let's say it's $50 to watch a Dune. I'm paying I'd it. say that's pushing I'm paying it. it. That's oh, yeah. too much. Uh, like I'm thinking, like twenty to thirty max would be what oh, I pay for easy. video on demand. Like if we're talking the Quiet Place two, you charge fifty bucks. Rachel and I are both game. I'm fine with it. No, like, that's I don't too much. Like, like unless you're. Oh, it's, I, I know. I, I'm I'm being hyperbolic here, but like you you you, what was it? Uh, Milan was like nineteen ninety nine with Disney Plus or something like that. I that's a pretty standard. Like VOD price though the twenty bucks. There you yeah. go. If you if you charge nineteen ninety nine for any of these movies, I will I will pay them, even if it's just me watching them. Live. Rachel's not going to sit through Dune. That's that's never fucking happening. So I will pay twenty bucks. We just paid. If you had multiple last month, multiple last night. there, I, I think that's pretty reasonable. Well, yeah, like oh, Rachel and I last night we watched uh, Bill and Ted face the music. I've heard that is $12. solid. It is silly as shit, which is exactly what yeah, you expect yeah, from exactly. Ted Face of Music. I need to watch that then. It's actually really successful it, uh, financially, too. They've made their money back on it and then some profit. Like They made like 10 or $15 because the budget was super low to begin with because of what it was. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I'll stay home, smoke weed, and watch a third Bill and Ted movie. And then like everything I've seen about it is like, huh, that was exactly what you expected it to be in a good way. Exactly right. Like if you watched the first two, like you didn't have high hopes for yeah. the third one. I, don't, I mean, when I was, I don't even know, like a kid when like, the originals came out, I would never imagine there been a, another one come out. This is where this is where John talks about how much younger he is than we are. Shay, a little we, bit, we hate him a little it. bit. But no, yeah, like, yeah, like like nobody thought the third Bill and Ted movie was going to be. Ma- it, today uh, it doesn't make sense. Re- like, why would they have, like, another, like, so far out into, like, Ke- Keanu Reeves' career? Why would he have. Why doesn't it make sense? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Why would he make a. Maybe, maybe, maybe because everybody else loved it and you're just a dick? No, I, I loved it. I don't, I, I actually want to watch it. Excellent so. to each other. Yeah. No, like, nobody expected. Nobody expected the third uh, Bill and Ted adventure to be like the return of the king from Lord of the Rings. Like nobody expected that kind of production value. They were just there for it, you know. Like, hey, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, that's that's your I'm Oscar like... bait right there. Th- the third yeah, Bill and Ted go. movie. Yeah, that would have been a big swing and a miss. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't gotten around to watching that yet. Although I, pro- I'm sure I will at some point. Now I have I, a. I don't watch it. I have a habit of like when I buy stuff on Amazon, like whatever dumb crap I need around the house, like toilet paper and shit, and then 
pay the right. bill, I build up the points, and then I either use those. I usually end up getting drunk and using my points on my Amazon account to 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 watch movies I don't want to pay to see. Oh yeah. Been there. So like, and, and that you know, it's like all right, great. And that's how I've watched a lot of. Uh, I won't say great films, but films. <laughs> I've been there too. That's that's a thing where. You're like ah, it's on Amazon. I'll just I'll hit play. It's like six and then bucks. You're like, All right. It's yeah. And then and then and then later you're like it's two in the morning. Why am I watching this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. I wish I was awake at that. I, point. I just I think we're just I think we're really walking into some weird territory where, with the production slowdowns that happened, uh, even you know for Netflix, HBO, all all these places that had had shows that were coming up. And had to hit the pause button. I think as we restart this, but we can't be out in big groups still uh, through the fall. It's going to be really weird. Uh, and I, I think that we, like like you said, Shay, we just need to like fucking go sh- just like really go full bore with like video on demand. You pay for it. I mean, I think that's what will. you're going to see is that everyone's going to start shifting their shit to streaming. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to shut down entire movie chains for the foreseeable future because 007 pulled, you know, pulled out until uh, next year, which that's even like like 007 movies are not even on the peripheral of what I'm paying attention to, and that that's what struck. Tanked... I I forget what a big franchise that is. Those movies make tons yeah. of money, and like they do. And they I think do. it's the reason I forget that is because I'm not as into the Daniel Craig ones as a lot of people are. When you say James Bond, I'm thinking like the ones from the 60s and 70s that were corny as shit. Like I fucking love Moonraker. I think Goldeneye. Yeah, it, it the the most recent I think of is yeah Pierce Brosnan, Goldeneye, and that whole series. Um, the 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 Daniel Craig ones, some of those are legitimately badass. Skyfall was uh as the kids would say, big titties. But uh, it's uh, I just I don't I don't think of that as. A, a bellwether but then i you know i was looking into the numbers and i was like oh, okay well i guess if you know because i think that was the last big thing that got pushed back yeah it was it was it was the trigger for regal which is is it's so alien for me to think about it like that you know because you know not a big fan of the, the franchise but i understand it makes a shit ton of money um, now if there was a star wars movie due to be out this christmas and then that got pushed back like, i would understand that put that decision. shit out yeah I would get that. I mean, Mandalorian starts up again soon, doesn't it? Yeah, Mandalorian starts in uh, August 30th, and I mean, we already had uh, Godzilla um, versus King Kong pushed back, like, but that was months ago. They saw this shit coming. They're like, "We're not doing yeah. this." Which is which, and the same thing with Ghostbusters Afterlife. But I realized the toy lines for those show those movies still got launched. If you go to Walmart, uh, you'll find a bunch of really sweet ass uh, Ghostbuster toys. Like the Ghost Trap has been reissued, and uh, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah, and then like actually like good quality figures of all the main characters from the original movie, and uh, a bunch of stuff from the old cartoon. And then there's all this Godzilla and King Kong shit, and it just it makes me so sad because I'm like, ah. Oh. Well, bet your ass yeah, on those Ghost Traps. Oh yeah. I- I don't know if you're ready for this, but I played disc golf. Pretty nerdy. All right. That's that's everybody plays but, disc golf. Uh, you're you're either youthful and play sports, or you're an old man that goes to bed because you have two kids. Pick one. No, there's plenty of old men who play disc golf. I will give it that. 
But don't try to print up. Discraft, which is a brand of uh, discs, they basically have a brand of uh, a particular putter called the Luna. That if you go on the internet and look long enough, they they have like a fucking cult following over putters that have the fucking baby Yoda. Oh yeah, I've it. seen that. Yeah. The, the the Yoda the Yoda putters. Oh, they're all about it. Yeah. yeah. And the, they'll the fucking these fucking discs like usually cost about fifteen bucks. Like for the, for particular ones though, they're you might as well pay. Like, you can put Star Wars shit on anything and people will yeah. buy it. Oh yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. We should wrap this up. Uh, we gotta let John go to bed. Uh, I got. I gotta have some cocktails. I'm, I'm, and, I'm uh, still. I'm still moving. I'm gonna get a Big Mac. Well, that's I'm excited on about it. What's I'm this? gonna get a Big Mac. We said it. It's happening. Big Mac. I want a Big Mac. Nah. That's yep. All right, John. Thanks for coming on. I know you had a lot of stuff you wanted to vent vent towards. We appreciate you coming on. We had. We had. We had to spend this. Uh, we're right at about two and a half hours now. There was no way we were going to get through all this shit that happened yeah. last week. Um, uh, I hope you get more work done. Yep. Uh, I, as I told you earlier, my uh, my superior and my uh, next line supervisor both are on vacation this week. So I'm not doing jack shit. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna come back and be like man so i was listening to this podcast I'm literally, literally this is my office right here yeah. yeah so anyway john i heard you talk a lot of shit about the president dying who gives a shit yeah all right well as we say this every time and we uh wholeheartedly agree with it every time we hope you enjoy listening to this we enjoy the shit out of doing this um I get to talk to either my younger brother or some friends I don't get to see a lot. Uh, not even because of COVID, because uh, we live far away. I don't know where my dog is going over there in the corner. Jen, don't shit. <laughs> um, oh, man, I hope we get to watch that dog poop uh, live. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But we enjoy the absolute shit out of doing this, and we hope you enjoy the shit out of listening to it. Uh, you can hit us up. Uh, you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube. I'm pretty sure Google Play is going to just shit into YouTube here in a second because they own all of it. You need to get on Spotify. Uh, I'll have to look at that. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like work. I don't know if I'm up for mm-hmm. it. But um, we will look into that. Uh, as always, you can hit us up. It's uh, Twitter uh, at Woodscast1776. Facebook is also at Woodscast1776. And as always, uh, hit us up with an email, question, comment, concern. Um, we, I guarantee you we'll talk about it. It's thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. And that's because we are on all of the platforms Alex Jones is not allowed to because fuck a bunch of that guy. Mm-hmm. And um, as always... Uh, Remember what Captain Hydra says. You should seize the means of production. Seize them! Seize them good!
Thank you.